You know I could just listen to this all day. You mean, I mean, it's no secret I'm a big George Michael fan. Right. So I can go all day with this, uh, with this whole uh, discography. Uh, this is Bevon. I'm Leonard. And I'm Gregory. And we now know that Andrew Ridgely was responsible for those dolphin shorts. Apparently, he did all the fashion yeah. choices. Or he was the uh, what do you who would you call that fashion uh, guy? The, or, or I think George Michael says imagery. So he was like yes. the uh, yeah. It's a it's an odd documentary in that. They take a archival interview of George Michael coupled yeah. with present day interviews with Andrew I, Ridgely. It's interesting that you mentioned that because I, I mean, maybe this maybe this pops up at the credits because I didn't I didn't see through the credits, but obviously that can't be George Michael now, right? And I was like wondering is is this an older uh, interview with Ridley Ridgely or is it a, is it modern? Is it a new thing? So I must have read it somewhere, or it might be on the. Yeah, I must have read it somewhere that the George Michael interview is archived recordings, and the Andrew right. Ridgely is present day for okay. for the documentary. Okay, w- which is a little odd because he could kind of spin it the way he wants to, don't you? Exactly, because yeah. because yeah, because there's a few times where 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 George, I mean, uh, Yog, what's his name? Yog is that what is that what he calls him? Yog. Yes. Yeah, yes. Yog. Uh, there's a few times where Yogg says something, and then Rit- and now the uh, Andrew can like say like, no, that's not what happened. Like, uh, and he does that several times where they have like a disagreement. So it, it is yeah. kind of weird. Like now I can look back and go, no, that's not what happened. You can have no rebuttal or re- refute. Yeah, refute. Yeah, yeah. Yogg can't uh, say anything. He can't be like, well, let's <laughs> be like, no, no, no. You're seeing it wrong. Like, you, you know, a little convenient. A little convenient. It is. It is. Uh, which is probably why they don't get into too much of like controversial stuff. It's it's a very it's a very happy, even toned movie. It's not there's not a bunch of conflict or darkness to it. I don't feel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I mean, I'm assuming that the the archival footage, the or the recordings of uh, of of Michael is. I would say it's probably fairly recent because I mean he he you know he talks about coming out of the closet so it's, it, it yeah. can't be all old stuff it's got to be more recent too so you know well when I think I think he died in 2016 I think is the oh, the, oh really which I, is really I, I thought it was um I thought it was like more before that I thought I'm gonna have to look at it real quick but that seems more I, recent I thought it was a little bit no a little bit more back no I want to say 2000 I think I saw yeah 2016 on Christmas oh, okay, of 2016. He's been gone for a long time now. It's so it just seems I thought, so, doesn't seem that long. To me, it's for that seven years. Yes, Wait. it's been seven years. That's insane. I thought it was longer. Oh, okay, it's been insane that he's been. No, for me, that seems like a really long time. Okay, I did have the privilege of seeing him in concert once, and I'm I'm glad I had the opportunity to see him just that one time. But it was a, uh, you know. Clearly, I'm a huge fan of, I think probably mainly hit more his solo work. I mean, I do like the Wham stuff, but the solo work is definitely profound. Um, yeah. I think yeah, I think yeah. I made you listen to uh, Older as part of the show, right? That is correct. That is yeah. correct. Uh, all right. Well, fresh from the Arizona trip, I did bring some uh, Arizona beers and, and some other stuff. But what do we, what do you want to pop first? Um, I guess we could start off with one of the Arizonas. I can reach down and uh, grab something. Okay, I'm going to play some stuff here while you're doing that. Okay, I got something. <laughs> what do you got? What do you got? <laughs> I got the, this is from Arizona Wilderness where you, uh, you did, we did our last, uh, 
Was that a microbrew Monday we did uh, from the Arizona Wilderness Brewing? Or was that the regular? Uh, no, we did the regular show from um, from uh, Lockyell, and then we did the microbrews Monday from uh, Arizona Wilderness. You're right. Okay, you're, yeah. you're so correct, Arizona sorry. Wilderness. This is a beer called West Clear. It's a West Coast Indian Pale Ale, 7% Oof. alcohol by volume. And uh, it mentions some stuff on the back. Singua malt and craft uh, malt. Not oh, sure. I don't, I, don't, I don't know what you're saying that, but okay. Yeah, it says it's like in the orange part in the back. It does mention that it does have C7Z, Centennial, Schnook, Mosaic, El Dorado, and Citra hops for flavor as for flavor as vibrant as the West Clear Creek Wilderness. Oh, nice. Uh, they had a good setup there. I was talking to the. Uh... The manager after the recording and uh, probably trying to get to try to book him on the show. Um, he's a Cicerone level two. So we started oh. nerding. Yeah, we started nerd, nerding out on Cicerone stuff. And he was like giving me some. <laughs> I, I might hire him to be like my uh, tutor on, uh, on that. Cicerone level two. So he is yeah. a officially, officially. Yes. Yeah. Cicerone. Yeah. He's like, we, are <laughs> we are just servers. We are. We are servers. We're servants. <laughs> we are servants. Yeah. We are We're, low level. We're like uh, minions for the Cicerone. All right, this is pouring up the crystal clear. This is pouring. Uh, oh yeah, what is that? That's, That's an SRM of uh, what? And also, seven? I failed to clean my my glass prior. Oof, I can see, oof, like I cleaned shame. it earlier, but because I leave it, I don't like leave it upside down. I, oh, I yeah. didn't give it that that final clear, so I could see I got some bubbles inside. It's a fail. It's a very. It's actually a little bit lighter than I would expect from an IPA, right? Um, yeah, you know, it's, it's like possible. a straw, it's a I straw mean, colored without smelling it and looking at it. I'm probably gonna think it's a darker lager, like, yeah. uh, probably gonna go with that that way. Yeah, yeah. I would say you're, you're correct. SRM of uh, maybe what is it, maybe a 10, maybe, maybe yeah, no, the, maybe a little that, bit maybe less than that, probably a little bit less than that. Mm, a little bit, so it's a, you know, it's it's not amber, but it's definitely closer to a to to me, like a lager. So. Yes, um, I'm getting I'm getting the floral. Oh yeah, yeah. On the nose. Yeah, that's why I was saying that if I if I keep it away from my nose and look at just the coloring, the SRM, yeah. it's definitely I'm going to be confused. As, but as you bring it closer to your nose, then it gives it away. It's <laughs> like, like, like a oh, Pils Pilsner Lager color, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, here we go. Cheers. Prosit. Oh yeah, that's a IPA. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> crisp, very crisp. Was I, I was watching, uh, I watch a lot of uh, Korean streamers on uh, Twitch, and uh, Korea, Korea, like, Koreans drink a lot of alcohol. It's like a, it's like a real big uh, you know, alcohol-drinking country, and uh, they drink a lot of soju, and they drink a lot of beer. But oddly enough, they mostly just drink, like, you know, laggers, and, you know, maybe like most, I guess like most Americans, and they really don't like, and not, obviously not every Korean, but they really don't like IPAs. They don't like hoppy beers and I, and I guess they could be set for americans too right that i would say an average the yeah. average beer drink in america probably does not like an ipa they prefer what the what you grew up with laggers mm -hmm, and pilsners mm -hmm. yeah so, so i thought that was interesting i'm getting like a, a hop bite at the end too yeah I mean, I mean it's got like 50 different hops in it i mean <laughs> <it's good. laughs> yeah i'm getting like the floral stuff up front and in the back it's almost got like a little burn like a burn to it on the back, like mm. an acidic burn to it. I'm not really getting the burn, but I'm definitely getting definitely got a lot of hops in it. Definitely got uh, got yeah. a lot, lot lots of hops. 
gots the hops is that your, your new slogan <laughs> it's like i'm trying I'm, try, I'm trying to combine my words like uh like wake <laughs> me up up before i go go <laughs> oh uh yeah so fresh from the arizona trip um had a blast you know it was 115 oh, but i gotta say man. it wasn't that bad uh, it's just you know people were saying it's it's a dry heat versus what we have here like a more humid oh. heat oh so, so that's a dry heat yeah i always think that a dry heat a dry heat is the more uh, moisture version, but I guess you're right. That wouldn't make sense. Like backwards, like why would why yeah. would the more humidity be a dry heat? Yeah. Um, so like, it was Oh no, sorry. Go ahead. It, it wasn't. It was tolerable. I mean, when I did the uh, the microbrews, I was outside the whole time. You were outside. And, yeah. yeah, that's what I was saying. Like maybe you need, like a pitcher of water with you. I was gonna like pass out from like dehydration. <laughs> is it possible you don't get enough? Obviously, beer is predominantly water, but you're still like, you know, the alcohol still, you know, it's like it's dehydrating you at the same time. Yeah. Well, they had fans and misters going on outside. So oh, it, was, okay. it was it was tolerable. Oh. It was it okay. was it was horrible. Hmm. Nice. Nice setup. Nice beers. Um, I did actually buy one of those uh, Saisons that we wanted to try in the bottle and I had oh, it on okay. tap. It was actually pretty good. It was like a rosemary Saison. OK. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, I saw like I was like, this is something weird. And. I don't know why breweries do this. Like a lot of breweries, when they have saisons, they put it in bottles as opposed to cans. I'm not sure why. It's uh, what what the what the what the reasoning behind that is. You would think that you know saisons aren't really all that high ABV. I mean, most of the time, it's a relatively. It seems like a simple beer to put in a can, but for whatever reason, they they bottle it like whether it be 500, 375, 500, or 750 yeah. milliliters. But cans are just like almost like out of the question when it comes to that that style. I wonder if it's a condi- a bottle conditioning thing. I wonder that's, if it's that, they that want is a bottle too. condition. Oh, that is that's yeah, that might be the that might be the uh the 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 that is the definitely there's definitely bottle conditioning with Saisons. A lot of yeah. the ones that I've had, the like the Fantomi, that definitely those definitely are bottle conditioned because there's always like a bunch of stuff at the at the bottom. Oh, speaking of which, we should buy that brewery. I, didn't I see that article where they're selling that they're putting it up for sale? Fantomi's being sold? Yes, yes. No, I didn't see that one. Let's no. go move let's go move to Belgium. Wow. Yeah. Wow. We should That's, go we should go wow. buy it. The boo symbol, <laughs> like the ghost symbol could be like uh like your symbol. You know what's gonna happen, right? We'd buy it for I don't know, maybe I'm imagining it's probably like five to ten million dollars. It'll probably be cheaper because it's a smaller brewery. We buy it for ten to five million uh, five to ten million dollars. The guy would, would would make a swear to that we're gonna just produce Sassans and it would have like a hazy IPA in, like, in six months. <laughs> like we're going like American stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not like it's. I mean, it's not like it's a. Uh, um, gosh, I want to say a monastery, an abbey, like an abbey, or you know. So it's not. It's you don't have to like you know follow that code. Obviously, Fantomi is known for their saison, and then they make a bunch yeah. of variants in that saison. In fact, I don't even think they do a different beer. I don't think I've ever had a different beer from, from them. You're right, though. It's all saisons. If you're not doing that, it's like. <laughs> Hazy I mean, first six months, hazy IPA. Well, first of all, they're selling fruited, it, so you know, heavily fruited sour. <laughs> yeah. Although, oh. although that's part of the old heavily. Oh, you mean actual <laughs> fruited, like as opposed to like a yeah. like a creek or a, like, yeah. like, like a goose. <laughs> like, hey, we're bringing this in now. <laughs> oh, Mrs. America, like, like a slap in the face. Yeah. <laughs> We'd ruin it. We'd totally ruin it within eight months. Yeah. Oh, no, but that's for sale. We could buy that, man. Shoot. Yeah, I mean, technically, unless there's something in the contract. I mean, I, I mean, it's yours once you buy it. I mean, I'm sure they're going to be golf off to the hills of uh, wherever you know, lovely place in you know Belgium. Or they're probably leaving. You know, you know. So, yeah, I mean, it's yours. 
would you consider moving to Europe? Um, if you bought a brewery, you know, like a small town, like, like a work in the brewery, and just and just small. Yeah, well, if it's I, well, if it's yeah, like Belgium, absolutely, Belgium. Yeah, yeah. If it's like a, I, like what like what area is that? Like, is it is it away from France? Then yeah, I mean. <laughs> This is a this is an international show. What's wrong with you? <laughs> well, I mean, obviously they border each other, but and you know, and the languages, and you know, a lot of Belgian people st- speak French, but uh, yeah, yeah, you know, I want to be in the hills, like somewhere. Um, yeah, no, I'd set you up in the brewery. You have a, like a little corner room where you can like, yeah. sleep on site, and you know, I can <laughs> sleep like <laughs> feel like it actually will be like old world rural, like uh, that'd be cool. Uh, I can I can I can convert one of the open folders to a, like a bed or something like that. <laughs> oh, I'd man. do it in two seconds, man. Shoot, I'll just sleep in yeah. I'll just sleep in the root cellar. Like I assume, like they all like you know they have like root cellars. I'll just sleep in the root cellar. <laughs> oh boy, oh, that's pretty funny. But, yeah. Um, on a on a related but unrelated note, did you hear GSP's fight coming back to fight? What? No, no, I haven't. Really, <laughs> no, for whatever reason. I've been, I missed like the last several UFCs. I, you know, I don't even know why I'm paying for it. Like I'm, I'm paying for ESPN again. And I, I'm uh, missing the, the fights and no, I haven't really been paying attention to it. Yeah. He's the, coming uh, back for stuff. one of those uh, PFL fights. I think you're called the PFL. It's a league. That's actually a league if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. He's coming yeah. back for something. It's not, it's not a UFC. Like a and he's not, and it's not just coaching. He's actually going to fight. Supposedly. Wow. Supposedly. What's he fighting? Like a, uh, Who's Connor coming in? To no, like, you need uh, someone older than that. You need like yeah. uh, there's always that weird thing where they want him to fight Connor. Uh, you know. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna regret saying it. Bring Matt Hughes. Matt Hughes still around, right? Bring him back. Matt Hughes. Wait a minute, is he out of it? No, Matt well, Hughes. That's why I said Sarah. That's why I regret. I regret saying that. Yeah, Sarah. You mean? Oh yeah, he has that show. He he's still active. Yeah, oh, yeah, he's, he's still he's active. He's still there. Is he like living in Sicily or like he's got like a pizzeria no. in Sicily or something? He's the ref. Remember we see, didn't we see him ref a few uh, bouts? I think he has. Yeah, but he's also like he's got the podcast. But he's all if I'm not mistaken, he mm. owns like a pizzeria like in Sicily or something like that. Because I know he's like Italian guy, so <laughs> Sicilian uh, guy. Where 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 are we at now? What are we talking about? Oh, I totally lost. <laughs> like you mentioned the the GSP. Oh, Arizona, Arizona. Uh, so we got some Arizona. I got that say song. We can pop it a later date. Now okay. I was, I was, um, I was asking the guys at Arizona Wilderness. Y- you know, we like a, a lot of different styles. And normally, when we do the show, we run the spectrum from uh, from IPA, whether it's an hazy IPA or a West Coast IPA. We do a sour, um, but inevitably, like like much like you requested this week, we do stouts. We, yeah, we yeah. don't care. We don't care what the temperature is outside. We we want oh, no, to stop. No, no, no. Yeah, it could be. It could, it could be. It could. I mean, we could be moving close to the sun, and we'll still be <laughs> drinking stouts. So I asked the guy, like, "Oh, do you have any stouts?" He's like, it, "Like it's 115 degrees." <laughs> yeah. What are you thinking? <laughs> like double take. <laughs> so, oh my god, that's a good one. Yeah, I, I hadn't one. thought I hadn't made the connection that yeah. like a stout during summertime probably. Yeah, yeah. A, a People good usually associate stouts with cooler weather, winter time. <laughs> but, but yeah, but for no, but it's not uh, like we don't live like in California. We have warm weather too. So and we still drink that in the you know, so it's, it's know. like you know, he's probably thinking like, oh, we're like where are you from? Like Pittsburgh or something, you know, somewhere like on the east coast or something like that where it's cold. And I'm like, no, no, California, you, you know, it's like we it's hot, it's hot there too. We, we just love yeah. our stouts. 
I think it was a supply and demand thing. Like the people, the people don't want, not that they don't want to make it, but the people don't want it during the summertime. So they want mm-hmm. the saison and, you know, the, the, the sours and yeah, yeah, yeah. someone's yeah. going to be thirst quenching, not the, uh, <laughs> not the, <laughs> the BBA stout. That's funny. Oh. Yeah. But this is, I mean, it's always good to have at least one or, you know, one, you know, I mean, even, you know, coffee stuff. Did you have a, oh, no, no, they didn't have a coffee. Are they the ones? No, that might have been the lo- the other one you went to. It had like a coffee stuff, but it was out at the time. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, probably because it's seasonal, right? Probably because it's seasonal. True, um, true. Yeah, yeah. And at, um, I guess at 115, nobody wants a brew like, uh, <laughs> like nobody wants to brew it. You know what they're doing right now? They're brewing that and barreling it now for the for like the fall, right? Oh yeah, probably, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like they're already like they just probably just brewed them and put them in barrels for it, the fall. Isn't it like the hottest day or the week of like the of of the year or something like that of all time? It's like it's like the Predator Part Two right now. It's like the <laughs> uh, like right now the Predator is gonna come out and start like attacking. <laughs> oh, shoot, which is odd because in California it's actually it was actually like perfect, like the you know set like look like, high seventies. So man. Yeah, so I did that. I did the I went to a few spots, and then I went to that. I totally went to that poor wine and tap room, I believe it's called. Oh, and yeah. oddly enough, they had that Wakefield. Uh, oh yeah, you know, yeah. What yeah. is it? Label is notorious, or what is it called? Is that what it was? Yeah, there's, yeah, a, that, there's a few. Yeah, that was that. Uh, that was a, it. Was a brandy barrel aged uh, stout. I mean, it was amazing. Yeah. I think he's been making the tour though. Like you know, Wakefield does make yeah. like he does tour around, and uh, his beers do do circulate around to the to the various venues. Yeah, they're. He said they did a tap takeover, and they had a, a I guess, probably like a five gallon yeah, yeah. keg of it. Pretty impressive. Oh, okay. Pretty yeah. impressive. Yeah. Meanwhile, it was like fifteen bucks, like for like a little small. Oh, I can imagine. Yeah, 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 I can imagine. Yeah, yeah. That's why I would have like I would have been like, I wouldn't say anything, but it'd be like, oh yeah, no, I I had it at the festival itself, yeah. you know, like. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Speaking of festival, that Bruzology event is tomorrow uh, oh, yeah. evening. That I'll be going with my boys, um, and I'm trying not mean my posse, I mean my, my children. My children are going to be going over there. Uh, let me give you some of the the breweries that are going to be there uh, that we know. A shipyard. I don't think we've had a shipyard beer in quite a while. It's been a long time, and and typically shipyard for us equals pumpkin ale. Yes. Yes. Uh, Goose Island. Good. I'll be setting up there. I'll be setting up. <laughs> Oh no! Wait a I second, assume the bro. kids are gonna be at the Drecker and the and the Splu and the what's the what's the other Jeez, one? Jeez, you can't say that. What's the what, what's it called? The uh, oh, the guys I heard that some I else. Like. I heard some else. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. The <laughs> smooge, the smooge, smooge, smooge. Yeah, smooge. I mean, sorry, sorry. Rated G. <laughs> What's wrong with you? I and uh, I just I just grew up. My just drew a blank on their name. I, I just thought about something though. That Goose Island. Uh, last time this was in November oh, for their yeah. release. So they're, I, they're probably not, well, they're never going to preview it's, it's just going to be the lagger. It's yeah. going to be the lagger. Yeah. That might be a skip there. Uh, 450 North, Smooge, Crowns and Hops, Prison Pels, Ogopogo, Drecker. Everywhere is going to be there. My new yeah, friends going to make everywhere. the rounds now, too. Yeah. Casa Agria. Uh, let's see. Three Weavers. Eight Bitch is going to be there. Eight bit has the eight bit. Gosh, not, not to like you know, not to like be a you know but, you know like smirch them or anything. But uh, you ever notice that they're they just have the logo and it has like no name with it. It's just like that that beer mug eight bit and yeah, it's kind of weird if you look at that. If you don't know who eight bit is, 
you're gonna be like, uh, who is who are these guys? No. Look, I'm gonna, look at I'm, the I'm, on the on the advertisement. It just has the, I'm looking at it right now. It says AB on it. No, it says it's just a it's just a Pac-Man it's just beer. The logo. It's yeah, a Pac-Man exactly. beer. It's like who are those guys? I'm gonna take it. I'm gonna do an opposite take. They're so well known. All they need no. is the logo now. You don't need the name. Oh, of the brewery. no way! Mm-hmm. Nobody knows that them up outside of uh, of um, what is that? Where are they? Where are they located at? Uh, uh pet, no, uh, Temec- Temecula. I think Temecula. is, is it Temecula? Is, is that where you went so. out there one time? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Really? Somewhere around there. Yeah. Uh, and then beer, beer thing's gonna be there. Yeah, okay, I, 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 I knew that guy way back in the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah nice guy. Um, let's what see. does he brew with? They brew with somebody though. Gosh, no, I can't he has remember. his own. He has his own spot now. Remember? Really? I thought he. Really? I thought he was like doing the collabs with, and I can't. Mm. Re- I, it's like in the tip of my tongue, but I can't oh. remember. He did one with I think the LCB one or yeah, he, yeah, yeah, he, yeah, yeah, the Long Beach uh, Brewing Company yeah. or Long Beach Company Brewing or something like that. But he, but he, there's another place that I think he, he did with. That's why I'm, I, I know he does collabs. Like you'll see, like it's like a collab with somebody else. Yeah, but he has his own brewery now. I gotta go stop. It's in Bell, I think. Huh. So it's not far from us. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Gonna go set up over there. Uh, Dream State. Then you, didn't we just have their beers on the show? We just did, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, we just weren't did. They, weren't they the ones we that did the collab with the vitamin C and other half? Oh Was yeah, we were like, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're there. Uh, just we just mentioned him. Jay Wakefield Brewing will be there. Yeah, see, I'm telling you, like he's like he makes the his beers are like he must be producing a lot of beer too now though because it's a, it's everywhere now. Uh, and Spanish Marie Brewery, which we haven't had yet on the show, but we've seen a bunch. I was going to suggest that cherry pie that that's which is uh, it's it's like it's it's getting good good uh marks. I'm not sure it's only maybe because it's like a local thing, but um, apparently that Spanish Marie. I, I mean. It's the Spider Woman beer. It's like a cherry pie Spider Woman. You, you've seen the arc, which got like Spider yeah. Woman on the yeah. And they have like Super Mario Brothers type uh, artwork yeah, on there, yeah. cans, Nintendo type stuff. Yeah. So that event will be tomorrow, and mm-hmm. uh, should be a yeah, blast. I was, we, 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 the kids had a blast last year with it. Yeah, I was telling my friend that uh, I was like, th- th- that would be like a perfect. And and I might even come out if they did it in the natural history area with that with the you know, I mean I, I joke about this all, I joke about this before but that with the, with the dinosaurs it's not I noticed something because I was I was showing her what what I was talking about and I think the, the they changed the name of it and they changed the exhibits some of the exhibits it's now called the African Sahara I think like um like that oh. little area with the, with the with the with the animals and if I'm not mistaken now maybe maybe you can correct me maybe I'm wrong maybe I'm just I'm having like a false memory. But I remember when you look down all the way at the end, even before you you step in there, weren't there woolly mammoths at the end, or were they always elephants? Okay, so what I think I never been there in years, but what I think is there's different halls. There's probably like four to six different halls. There might be two oh, on each side one? or three on each side, and they're no. themed. I think I so. Saw. That's it's got no. One. It's no. not just one. It's not just one. I just remember the main one. That's no. the only one I remember. No, those oh. those uh, dioramas or whatever they're called. Yeah, 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 yeah. There are yeah. multiple dioramas. I what? believe. I think so. I, I that's a false memory. That's another. That's, that's a false memory <laughs> for me or you. That thing was huge. How could they be more than one? That was like a huge. I like, want to say there's a yeah because don't forget there's like birds in one. They're like themed, so so it makes sense no, that there's like an no, African no. savanna. I know there was other hallway. stuff like other stuff, but th- there was that one main one. That's yeah, like the two, diorama. Like, that's like huge. 
Yeah. The diorama, right? I'm I'm gonna stick with my my theory that originally <laughs> they changed they it, because there was a lot of different animals and in fact there was also a saber toothed tiger in there and I yes. believe they changed that they they because they went with the African uh, uh Sahara thing and I'm telling you it's they changed they, they got rid of the prehistoric creatures and that's uh, and I'm gonna maybe. stick with that story maybe maybe, maybe. yeah. Uh, I know there's another area where they do have prehistoric animals too. Oh yeah, so maybe, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, all through there you diorama. see prehistoric. Yeah. yeah, all through there you do see prehistoric animals, whether they be the the fossils or you know whatnot. But that one had like a bunch of full size things all together, like in a circular type of. Uh, you're right. I guess I could say a diorama. Yeah. Yeah, I'll ask the kids. They've been there, I think, more recently than I have. So. Yeah, but 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 I'm telling you, the memory has to be an old one. It's got to be like an older where I remember, like when as a kid, where it was uh, woolly mammoths were were there. They weren't elephants; they were woolly mammoths, and there was also saber tooth in there. And, <laughs> the, and those the are tar, gone now. Are they in the tar pits? Are you like uh, are you no, combining, no, 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 no. Oddly enough, the only time I've ever been to the tar pits was during the uh, King Tut exhibit way yeah. back in the day. So that's like you know, I've only been there one time. Because I mean. I be- I believe they do have the mammoths and the Smilodon, which I believe is the the official name for the uh, the saber tooth tiger. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, the Smilodon. The Smilodon is it Smilodon or Smilodon? I say Smilodon because it sounds like yeah, smile. I, yeah, I was I just know. looking that up because my friend and I were talking about like 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 what kind of cat do you want to have, and I was like, well, I want this one right here. I want the I want the uh, the saber tooth, the Smith, the Smilodon. <laughs> uh, so I'm sure we'll have a blast over that. Um, and then so yesterday. Um, I did what I'm calling intern for a day, uh, and I was canning some replicant beer. I, I, I can't say too much. Can't say too much about it, but I was on the canning line for. Uh, it's and, and bear in mind it was only like about a few minutes after, like it was already like for sale. So it's like, <laughs> That's me. I did that yeah, one. I did. Like, I canned all like those. I got, like 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 I'm that fast. I got it out. I got it out that quick. I and I literally canned those beer. I probably canned. Uh, I would say at least half of those uh, beers. Oh, okay. That's kind of cool. Although, although I'm pretty sure that Shibley mm. or whoever does like the art, the uh, video stuff. I'm yeah. sure Shibley does. That himself? No, he no, he doesn't do himself. Yeah, somebody else do that. So. Yeah, oh, okay. So. It, obviously, it was like a whole video production, so he it was already done already because it's just like yeah. already done. You just you can't come up with that like in thirty minutes. That's already done already. You know, he, yeah, he already had it done. Yeah, no. So I'm I'm responsible for canning most of that stuff. Uh, met a couple of like super nice guys. It was a blast, man. I wish I could do that for a living. Oh, oh yeah, work go. at a brewery. There you go. Yes, I mean, oddly enough. <laughs> He's gonna listen to this. He's gonna get mad at me. Oddly enough, like I didn't get any like a free beer. Like I didn't get any like to, like, to go for. Pack. Like you get none. Like good day. <laughs> I will say this much: I I was offered a couple of pours some for some stuff, and, oh, okay. and uh, the, yeah. So no, I had a blast. I definitely appreciate uh, Shibley giving me the opportunity to be intern uh, <laughs> intern for a day to look at the inside of the inner workings of uh, breweries. Pretty cool. I need, I need to do cool. that as a segment. There you go. Uh, let's see. Um, anything, any other beer news? Not for me. The only thing I saw was, and I was almost going to pull the trigger on this where I saw that Alvarado had some, some new uh, beers. Speaking of oh, yeah. ev- everywhere brewery, they did a collab with them. And I was like, yeah. I was, te- I was tempted to get the the beer, but unfortunately they weren't doing their free shipping. And I don't know why that's, I, I don't see free shipping. I like, I'm out like, a, <laughs> like I need uh-huh. free shipping. Yeah, it's like twenty bucks, twenty five bucks for the exactly. shipping. Exactly, it's, it's yeah. 15, 15, 15 if it's under four four packs, and then it's like you know, it's like it's twenty if it's like more. I said like, gosh, I need that free, uh, you know, free shipping. 
Well, it should be if you. It should be just a given. If you spend over a hundred bucks, I think it should be free shipping. Uh, yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. Or that. That was uh, didn't. Um, gosh, if I'm not mistaken, back in the day when uh, when uh, one of our one of our beer stores was uh, selling beer, shipping beer out like that, they had like a deal where it was Californians, I believe, over a hundred dollars, you get free shipping. Yeah. And it was actually really that. good. And that's I think they stopped it. They stopped it after a while because I think it was a little too good of a deal. So yeah, no, a lot of people do that. No, Droid Theory does it when every now and oh, then. So know. if they do it, everybody should. If they're doing it from way over there, then everybody should do it. Android Droid Theory does it for all their customers. Yeah. Oh, okay, that's like, I would I, I wouldn't say at least in your own state. It's like a, it should be a give me a give me, but if it's like everywhere, that's actually even better. Like oh okay. Uh, so, oh, we said we have one trailer that I threw on there because it's one of my favorite shows, uh, and they're doing like, I guess a sequel, like a mini series sequel. Yeah. What, what is it called? Uh, and uh, justified something, something justified. Like <laughs> Some, city oh, prime, city primeval. Yeah. Primeval. Yeah, but the weird thing about it is I'm like, I, the bear in mind, I've never seen justified. <sighs> so I'm like, 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 I have no idea what's going on here. Is this, is this like, like Deadwood or something like that? Like what's going on here? <laughs> or the Mandalorian or <laughs> Bo- yeah. what, what is he in? Is he in the Mandalorian or Boba Fett? Um, Remember Boba he plays Fett, a sheriff? Boba Fett, Remember? Boba Fett, Boba Fett. <laughs> Uh, I'll tell you one thing. The dude looks good still. The guy's got to yeah, be yeah, super. The guy's got to be fifty years old, right? That's Timothy Oliphant, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Because I, I know I confuse him with another guy. Yeah. Occasion. Yeah. No, that's him. That's him for sure. Yeah. Um, is he? He's got to be over fifty, right? Um, uh, maybe late forties, fifty. Yeah, he's got. I say fifty-three. Oh. Uh, he is. Oh, he's fifty-five. Oh, okay. Yeah. Although I will say he's a good-looking guy, I will say he might have got a little work done, maybe a little oh. bit of work, a little filler. He's an actor. He's an actor. Yeah, <laughs> maybe a little filler, maybe a little Botox going on, something, an something, a little bit of something. I mean, when you think about society now, you think you see young people doing it. You know, it's, you know, it's. I mean, if you're older, what's might as well. You know. Yeah, I'm not doing that. I guess if it's your if it's your profession, right? Yeah, it's your profession. Exactly. You have to. It's like like you really think Tom Cruise doesn't do anything like that? Come on, you know he does. No, he does. He he drinks the blood of the young. Oh well, that's weird. uh... You can't talk about that. (laughs) (laughs) Wait a minute. Is he allowed Mm. to get uh, like any type of surgery? Is that like against like the uh, the craft or whatever? I think for I think for him it's probably acceptable. It's okay. Like he's high enough. He's he's it's high enough. He's uh, okay. Yeah, you have to pay to once you reach out, you pay that level. Like oh, you yeah, get medical yeah. care, you get medical care. Like modern you get science. like more. You get like stuff that's not. You get the forbidden <laughs> stuff. Like uh. yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> if you're that devoted to your religion, you do get like the dark side. Like you know, you got to learn both sides, like the dark side of the force as well as like uh, the good side. Yeah, the dark side. I'm all unnatural. Some will say unnatural. <laughs> Uh, so you don't know the characters, but I don't, he plays. I don't. He pl- but he plays the same character in everything. And everything. That's, that's what I'm joking. It's like Deadwood. He's yeah. playing that same sheriff, yeah. or deputy, or special, or, or, or Texas Ranger. Maybe I think it is. I think that's yes. a ranger. He's a ranger in this, I believe. Yeah, he's playing a ranger once again. I think he's like a ranger in uh, Deadwood. <laughs> no, he's actually and, no. They're actually in Arizona. And in Star and in the Star Wars uh, universe, he's like a, oh yeah, a law, it's like law the same character. Enforcement. Like hey, like hey, we need some uh, old west. We need some law, old west law enforcement. Let's call Mister Olsen. <laughs> Can we get his rep? Can we get his rep on the line? Does anyone does anyone have uh, lunch with them? All right, let's take a quick pause here. Let's go with some music. My way. You make the- 
You're if you copyright. You're playing. You're playing that too much. Like, <laughs> if you grew up in the '80s, you know that song, right? Is there anyone that doesn't know that song? Oh yeah, yeah. It was played ad nauseum. Yeah, you know, because you know that was like, <laughs> especially you know, you know, there was a high uh, new wave uh, pop uh, collection of kids at my high school when this when this had came out. So, you know, they were all into that. Uh, let's see. Oh, so the trailer. Uh, it basically, yeah, it's a, it it's visually dark. Right, it's like you can't see some of the elements because it's so dark. Uh, I don't know. I didn't. I don't know if I noticed. I didn't really oh. notice that. I like that. <laughs> it, it just look, cool. it, it just looks like an action oriented guy. They bring. I, I believe he's. They're transferring him from either Texas or Oklahoma to Detroit or something like that. All Detroit like, has a cancer. Of, <laughs> the cancer is crying. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me you weren't thinking that. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Whenever t- <laughs> I was joking, it was my friend. She lives in D- in, uh, in Detroit, Michigan. So every time I I'm talking to her, I'm like, and I would say that to her. Like, I wish I had the clips. I could just pull it up. I could gif of that. So I could just say like all of cat. You know. That's funny. So yeah, definitely action oriented. It's it's uh I believe his name is Raylan Givens, uh, and then he's just like a you know alpha male, which is kind of weird because he's a sm- relatively small guy, right? Yeah, he's a he's a slight guy. I would say he's a lanky guy. Yeah, I'd use the term lanky. But he's badass. <laughs> really gives his badass though. Hmm. And, and, uh, and it, now, in order for me to watch, I have to watch. I have to watch the prior stuff to to understand this, right? To to get to understand not. the character. Uh, oh, yeah, but you might oh, not. Oh, oh, oh I'll oh, tell what? you one thing I did notice in the trailer. What? The what? The the guy playing the bad guy. I recognize that guy. Did you recognize who, the bad guy? I, I'm gonna say who I think he looks like, but I didn't think it was okay. him. Okay, That's not a dude ahead. from Californication, is it? Mm, oh, um, okay. not necessarily, but no, no. He's in a movie that we saw recently where he plays the bro- the brother of the sister that's killed. There was that Revenge movie that we saw. I think it was called Revenge with the, the one writer that goes to Texas and uh, he's investigating the, his girlfriend, but it's not really his oh, girlfriend. Oh, the office. The office guy. The office guy. Yeah, the office. Yeah. He's, the, he's that one brother guy. He's the brother. Oh, is it really? Yeah, he's What's like his name? He, he's got, I don't know his name, but he's like the he's like that because he he's got that look and that that sound, you know. He's either. like a yeah, it's like a, he plays the brother that he befriends, and basically he, he's he's the one that coerces the office guy into like uh, staying there and finding the finding the real killer. Vengeance is what it's called. Vengeance, yeah, I think that's what I said. Oh, oh yeah, oh, you're oh, right. Said Boyd Holbrook. That's the same. Yeah, guy. Looks like yeah, I recognize guy. him. Yeah, so I recognized him from one movie, so that's pretty good. Oh, I guess he's in Indiana Jones too. Oh, well, nobody's yeah, gonna see that, so that's oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, he's in a bunch of stuff: Narcos, The Sandman, Indiana oh. Jones, The Predator. Oh, Logan, that's right! Vengeance. He's in the pre- Wait a minute, is he in that crappy Predator? Wait, which Predator? Is he <laughs> yeah, in? the Predator. Yeah, that's the, the, crappy the one. one where. Wait a minute, is that the one with the suit, like the Iron Man suit, or the um, or the oh, one? Jeez, I don't even remember. Yeah, what's a premise? Can I get the premise on the on that one? Okay, that he's hang, in? hang on, easy. Is that the one that's, that the one that's written by the guy from the original yeah, movie? Yeah, yeah, because I see the uh, Key and Peele guy in there. Oh gosh, yeah, that's a comic relief. Yeah, that's a man. Those, that that movie is oof, <laughs> man. Logan, Vengeance, Justified, Hatfield and McCoy's, Coy's, uh, Gone Girl, uh, okay. The Wolverine, the the host. The guy's been in a bunch of stuff. Oh, he's been in a lot of stuff. It's just funny because I only know I only recognized him from uh, the uh, the Vengeance. But you're right, though. I guess he he is in that uh, Predator movie. Now that I think about it, like, oh. <laughs> uh, so it, yeah, I definitely think we're gonna have to watch the first episode and do a review on that. 
Okay, but like once again, like I'm going in cold. I have no, I don't know the backstory of him. I don't know his daughter. Mm. I assume his daughter's got to be younger in the, in yeah. the prior series. Yeah. So she looks like she's a teenager. Like she's older because there's a scene with that guy that I mentioned, the actor, and he's like, he's with her, like in like a lobby or something. He's like molesting her. Like, like yeah, exactly. So pretty. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know if she's like, she's smiling because she's happy. She's like happy somebody's hitting on her or because she's afraid that this guy's, you know, he's like a killer. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, they'll have to put it on that on the two watch yeah. list. Uh, what do you got for another pour? Yeah, yeah. My oh, I don't know why I got dry from them. Didn't you mention like the dryness like in the back yeah. at the tail end? Yeah. Yep. It's dry. I got like cotton mouth. <laughs> it's like the right. whole dank. Yeah, yeah it's dank weird. Cotton. It's weird how some beers will do that immediately. Like, uh, all right, I pull out one of the stout. It's been a while. Oh, since geez, I, it's hot. It's like, it's too hot. <laughs> it's, not even hot. it's like 79. It's like, it's like, <laughs> oh gosh, too hot. It's like having flashbacks to Arizona. <laughs> what do you got there? No, this is is a, is a stave new world. Is that oh what yeah, says? Uh, this is called yeah stave new world. To see my writing's good. How dare you? <laughs> this is by one of our favorite uh, breweries, uh, Fieldworks. Fieldwork. Oh, brewery. oh, okay, okay. This is stave new world. It's a barreled aged Russian imperial stout, thirteen percent mm. alcohol by volume, aged for twenty six months in. Blanton barrels, very, very highly uh, sought after Blanton barrels. Uh, zero adjuncts, by the way. Oh, man. And I'll say this right off the bat, uh, pretty thick. Pretty, uh, pretty thick. Surprisingly, surprisingly, yeah. Viscous. Got a little bit of carbonation to it. And no adjuncts. So I can't say like, oh, that's maple or that's, you know, I can't say anything like that. Ooh, I smell chocolate and I smell uh, the barrel, the booziness. The, uh, yeah, gotta be the malt. It's gotta be a lot of malts. I'm gonna say now that it's it's a lot. Of, it's a malt that make this super thick, right? It's gotta be. Other, other, I, mean, I mean, I guess adjuncts can help, help, but it's gotta be the malt. You said there's no adjuncts in here. It has to be zero the malt, pure malt. It smells delicious. I'm gonna tell you right now, this is gonna be super good. It smells okay. good. It okay, looks I'm good. Good. It smells good. It's gonna okay. be good. Cheers. Was it? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oddly enough, I think it's a little thin considering it is thin. how thick it looks. On the mount, you're you're at you're one hundred percent correct. Thank you. It's, Thank it's, you. It's it's interesting. It looks super thick on in the when I as I swir- move it around, and then you're right, it's thin though. So it's like hmm, it's like yeah, you know, sometimes looks can be deceiving. Yeah, and it's and not that that's a bad thing to say it's thin. It's just you feel you think look at it and you think the mouth feels going to be more chewy. Yeah, but it's very good though. I did a little pour in that, so don't get too uh, carried away. <laughs> well, I'm already like I'm already like <laughs> gulping it. <laughs> well, well, I well I know from the show from over the years of doing this. A, I don't like being sloppy in it, and then oh, yeah. toward the end, if we drink a bunch, I started to get sloppy, so I try to pace myself more. Yeah. And then he, what what what's, what helps with that is that I try to save enough so I can take mm. a picture later on with the bottle. Oh, true, true, true. Yeah, I, so, I do the same thing too, with the exception of of the jars. The jars <laughs> I kind of go ham on because obviously I, I do like taking pictures of the cans, like the leftover. <laughs> but on the, on the jar, I have you sent me the uh, the you know the bottle pour picture. So, so, so I, can, I, can just, I can take the whole mason jar. Oh. <laughs> what do you like? Fifteen ham. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going oh. ham. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Uh, let's see. All right. So main part of the show, we got a big agenda. We got Degrassi. We got, which actually should go pretty quick. We got yeah. um, 
Take shelter. Now, what were your initial thoughts on take shelter? Uh, initial thoughts? Um, I don't Uh-oh. know. I'm kind of ambivalent about Uh-oh. it. You know, uh, to me, I you know, I'm not, usually not my takes on these movies. I usually have some kind of like weird like theory about what's going on. But on this one, I think I'm gonna be. I think I'm gonna. I think this one's kind of like pretty simple. Like uh, you know, it's you know, like figuring it out and what's going on. Like, is it real? Is it not real? You know, what's you know, what's going on? I, I thought it was relatively simple to although i do know people have their own theories about it, and the director himself or the writer and director won't he won't tell you what the end's about so so it's one of those deals where it's not like ira levin where he tells you that's about like oh no it's the devil having having his, having the baby you, you you have to come up to your own conclusion of what the what the ending is and what's happening oddly enough uh it's, it features gary and mitch in this yeah <laughs> yeah they must be they must be good buds or something right yeah. they gotta be buds something yeah. Uh, I, I will say this much. Uh, I'm beginning to be a fan of this Michael Shannon guy, though. I mean, the guy, yeah, whether he liked the movie everything. or not, he's a good yeah. actor. Well, I mean, I mean, there's a reason why we call him Zod. It's he, he's probably <laughs> the one thing of that Superman movie that's actually kind of cool, <laughs> like Zod. Okay, so we have Take Shelter, and then we got the Wham Doc uh, from Netflix that just came out a couple of days yeah. ago. So when did that come out? Like on Thursday or something? I think I want to say Tuesday, maybe because they oh, they're, okay. they're maybe okay. Tuesday. Okay. Uh, Degrassi, I guess, first, right? That is correct. I believe uh, we're on episode season three, episode oh, no, season oh. three, episode three, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, then we'll take a hiatus from uh, oh, this is the last <laughs> season, actually. <laughs> what do you mean? Oh. <laughs> the I will say this the grassy <laughs> high is not as long, so it's it's shorter. Yeah, why is it that this doesn't stream on YouTube anymore? Now I got to use a different yeah, service to get I, it. You're right. You have to get somebody else that ripped it. Yeah. You yeah. know, so it is kind of weird. Why is you that? You have to make sure you get like a good copy of it because there's some really bad uh, uh, yeah. copies. I fear they'd all be on PBS like the other two seasons were. Apparently not. Apparently, they, apparently they're they either they don't have the rights to them anymore or something. Or... Yeah, that's not exactly what I was thinking. That maybe they have the rights for the, for a few years or for maybe yeah. 10 years and then it expired. Maybe? Something happened. Don't forget, they were put on DVD, so it's possible that they might have been sold off to somebody else. Uh, the first episode, we have a big girl now, and it features Lu- the A storyline features Lucy and her and her love interest, Paul. That is correct. Uh, and then also the, it sets up the conflict. Well, we saw it last episode, I think, the co- potential conflict between her and LB because uh, Lucy's kind of flaking on her to be with Paul. And also, they kind of tell you right off the bat that Lucy's her hormones are starting to like kick in now too. So she's starting to think about sex now. So it's oh, like yeah. that's the thing. You're only fourteen, uh, LD says to to uh, to Lucy, and she goes, "Ah, I'm just curious." And then we cue the, <laughs> cue the theme song. But that's exactly. But that's that's like I mean. I mean, yeah, I mean, that's kind of like everybody, like, you know, your teenagers, like, you can't say that's not real, that not, you know, real, not realistic. It is very realistic. Uh, let's see. LD has her game. Oh, yeah. um, this is also where I mentioned that LD is officially wear- dressing like, quote unquote, more feminine now. She's got the skirts on. She's no longer dressing like a, like a quote unquote tomboy as she was yeah. earlier. Do you think that's a that's a writer inconsistency, or do you think she's making a concerted effort? No, I think it's a, I think said? I think it's a concerted effort. I think because I, I was actually watching a show that was like when they're older talking about their like the characters and the, how much and they actually had a lot of input on the shows, a lot of input. In fact, I think they actually changed like stuff like storylines to match more to be more realistic to what was happening around them. And that, oh gosh, I was watching like one with Snake, the actor, and he was talking about like how he got his name. 
And he was like, he was given the choice. All right, you can be snake or you can be slim. And it was like, of course, he went with snake. The know? cool, so I like, the yeah. cool one. Yeah, <laughs> slim. What do we call slim for, for for five years of my life? Come on. Uh, let's see. Paul drops off Lucy and they kiss. Uh, and then so he's, we yeah, he's he, he like my my note is like he, he's all up in Lucy's grill. He's like he's literally. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean this, it is kind of weird. This is a, I mean, Degrassi is a is. So I mean, remember these are kids. I mean, typically when you make movies of teenagers, it's like adults that typically play the role. Um, not all the time, not all the time, because Hollywood does every once in a while put you know kids in the roles. But these are all like 15 year, 14, 15 year olds, 16 year olds that are doing these scenes. So it really is kids that are, you know, they're tonguing. They're tonguing yeah. each other. Yeah. I didn't think of, I didn't think about that. Oh, how yeah, no, how no. this everything they do when they're stripped down, they're stripped down in their underwear, Joey Jeremiah, like uh and they're, they're like 14, you know. 15, 16. Yeah. No, I, I think they're I think they're pretty much uh point on in their ages. I think I think I think a few of them are a little bit older, maybe like a year or two, but uh, they're pretty they're they're really close. I'm gonna say that some are super young, like like the Dorothy character who seem who looks like she's like a third grade, but for whatever reason she's like uh, she's in in a sixth grader. Um, let's see, they kiss, and then we, we everyone treats Wheels differently now. Than oh yeah, Wheel, yeah, yeah, yeah. The character, yeah. His, yeah, definitely. It's just like Wheels is no longer the the, the like you know the, the good-hearted Aww. kid. He's now like persona persona negrata. Although it's kind of weird because at one point it's obvious he's depressed. He's kind of he walks around like he's something something's wrong, and everybody yeah. doesn't know how to approach him. You know, nobody knows how to except for Joey. Like Joey's the only one that doesn't like <laughs> like like, no like come on, man. Yeah, no filter. Come on, man. Uh, I, for some reason, when when I was watching the Wham documentary, Wheels reminded me of a young George Michael, and Joey reminded me of Andrew Ridgely, uh, okay, like forcing him to do stuff, <laughs> like uh, like he's like he's like forcing him. He's the leader. <laughs> I was like, wait a second, it's Wham, it's all it's Wham all over again. They 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 copied that off from uh, Wham. I trip I trip on the trans. You know, I'm jumping ahead for that, but I trip on the transformation of of Yog how he. Kind of yeah. went from like a like a pudgy kid who Dorky. doesn't even look anything like him, curly yeah. hair, to all of a sudden it's like really good looking dude. It's like the transformation's amazing. Do you feel that perhaps they were switched out at some point because <laughs> he looks nothing <laughs> like, like, like the yeah. younger version? It's like, wait a minute, what's yeah. going on here? Like, yeah, did uh, <laughs> yeah, and and I, I'm pretty sure back then there's no such thing as getting work. Obviously, at some point George such uh Yog such putting uh, makeup on, but uh, it's yeah, yeah transformation's amazing. Yeah, the hair, the look, the beauty, the symmetry yeah. in his face. It's like, wait yeah. a second. That's not the it's I don't think it's the same. It's that, not the same guy. Yeah. It's like, it's it's not, not that same gawky kid, no. the uh kind of heavy set too, taller, obviously taller than Andrew at one point too. At first I think at first Andrew is when they're younger, but he gets like a growth spurt and then he's super tall. I'm gonna start that conspiracy theory about some before and after pictures, I think. <laughs> but that's not really that's not really that's not really Yogg. Yeah. Oh, no, that, oh, no, that really is, that really is y'all. <laughs> uh, then they were sw- he was swapped out at he some swapped point. Swapped out time. to like the, yeah, oh, yeah. to uh, George Michael. It really is George Michael. Uh, let's see. So my, my note is Wills is kind of a pariah. It's like oh, no yeah. one knows. Yeah. No one, he's kind of outcasted. He's by himself. Persona no non grata. I know that's, I know that's a legal term, yeah. but I, I always use that term for anybody who's like an outsider now. They're yeah. like, they're, they're on the outs. And this is more. This is no more evident than uh, Wheels. Uh, I'm sorry, Snake not being able to talk to Wheels. Yeah, like, yeah. For yeah. some reason, Snake makes it all about himself, which is I think kind of atypical for the character. Uh, normally, I think, the they, I, I think they wanted thoughtful. to go the opposite, though. Like you said, whereas Joey's normal, like yeah, yeah, you know, whatever. Like let's you know, come over, come over, whatever. Snake's the opposite. Like we know, let's if if Joey's going to be that way, let's have Snake be 
unsure of himself. He'll be the opposite. He doesn't know what to say. He's not Joey. Joey always knows what to say and what to do. You know, we're going to have Snake be the opposite of that. Uh, let's see. We we explore that uh, more of that Caitlin and Joey um, relationship. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, you're right. Joey says, hey, let's uh, hang out and let's rehearse. And Wheels isn't having it. Uh, we find out that Nancy wins the uh, class presidency over Kathleen. So Kathleen defaults to the vice presidency. Uh, and then so so Lucy's parents are going away and uh, and LD and the gang want to do a sleepover. Yeah. But the boyfriend convinces her to throw a party and to ditch the friends. Yeah, and oddly enough, it's not even the boyfriend that initially. It's like the other guy. It's that, it's that other like like friend. It's a friend, Paul's friend who's like a big mouth type guy, and he's like, "Hey, let's get you know, let's let's have a party." And then Paul kind of like, I guess Paul's kind of like a follower of that guy, and then he convinces Lucy to uh, to have the party. And that has a twist later on. I don't know if that's this episode or a few episodes later. Uh, there's a twist to that. See, I'm, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do you. <laughs> I'm finally doing you. you. Like you're like, 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 like the fist. Like <laughs> I'm finally doing to you. There's a twist. I know something. No, go for it. No, that's all right. There's a twist. No, you're allowed to, to do that. Exactly. Like, you're allowed to do that. <laughs> uh, let's see. So then Lucy cancels on LD and the gang saying, "My mom is sick and I gotta stay home." Uh, and then so Lucy again. It's so weird. This is like another weird thing too, though, because I mean, I, I think we we mentioned this. Degrassi seems like it's like one block. And everybody knows everybody. Isn't that what it seems like at Degrassi? It's got like probably like a couple of blocks, and then everybody knows everybody. Like you know, it's going to come back. You know, it's going to happen. I think I think that's just the naivete of uh, kids too, though, right? Like you, like we know as adults, it's going to come back. But at that age, you're like, yeah, it's probably be okay. That's true. That is true because we did have quite a few parties yeah. at you know place at you know friends' houses that, and then we and. We want to believe that, oh, like, like our parents didn't know, but like they probably did, but they just didn't say anything about it. Yeah. Uh, Lucy goes to Spike, as you mentioned, she's curious about sex. So she goes to Spike and, and asks, like, how was the sex? And like, meanwhile, Spike's like, yeah, it wasn't all that, you know, it wasn't all that. Like, skip. Um, yeah. She actually asks, like, a, like an awkward question. Like, a, that's what I put. Like, like, yeah, it was over kind of fast. Like, it was like, and actually, she kind of goofs on uh, the Shane character. Like, uh, like, she, yeah. she kind of like, she, she goofs on him. <laughs> yeah. Basically, it's just over, like, 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 you know, it's like, you know. It, it was over too quick. I think it was, it was over quick. Is it? Yeah. Like, yeah. Basically, it's just exactly, to. it's exactly the way you imagine a kid, a young boy would be like, you know, it's, you know, especially the first time. And, and it's, it is, but you know, Spike does tell her. Be careful, you know, and we and we know what that means, you know. Be careful either means don't do it, or you better you better you know wrap it up, you know. Uh, let's see. So Snake and Wheels finally make up. Uh, we do the party at uh, Lucy's, and we have seen have the scene with her and uh, the boy in the bedroom, and he's trying to make the moves, yeah. and she's like, "Skip." Also, that the I guess the secondary story is Madeline. Uh, Madeline is now like she's like a persona non grata with Kathleen. Kathleen's being consumed with the uh, vice presidency and oh. she's ignoring Madeline. And Madeline uh, finally Mel blows Melanie. Melanie. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Mel Melanie finally blows up at her and like dumps dumps some uh, milk oh, yeah. on her. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty funny. <laughs> it's just funny because Melanie's typically like, yeah, whatever, you know, but she finally gets like they finally let Melanie do something. So after uh the after um Lucy rejects Paul, uh the next day, everyone, of course, everyone knows about the party and everyone assumes that uh, Lucy and Paul have had sex. I, th I think the friend talks to Paul says, hey, 
did you guys do it? He's like, you'll never know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which, 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 which is a very common device. You know, speaking about myself and like other males around me, it's like it's like it was like a typical thing you would do. Like, like, dude, I ain't saying anything, dude. And I can like and like smile or do something stupid like that. You know, know? and it was and it was meant to be like ambiguous. So like, I don't ain't saying yes or no. You know, Uh, I cannot confirm nor deny. Deny, which is stupid, which is really bad. And it's and that's and that's and that's course Uh because you know the way people are and the way they think. Uh, let's see. Lucy got busted by her parents. Paul is uh, and and her have broken up. Also, then, like even prior to that, prior to that scene though, when L- Lucy and Paul are actually in that room together, and and like you know they're kind of making out. Sometimes I talk about like being realistic with the kids. You know, it's it's an actually interesting scene because she tells Paul to like like stop, like you know stop, like like stop. It, I, I thought it was actually a, a good scene and kind of like wow, that's this is actually a good scene. It's like she's telling him, you know, get out, you know, like stop, like stop yeah. doing that. And, he, and yeah. of course he has a hit. He has a hissy fit because you know he's like you know he's like, but he does though. He doesn't. Uh... Uh, and I think it ends with LD saying, Every, "Everybody knows you did it." And then we keep. Oh yeah, yeah, song. yeah, yeah. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> like you have a rap. You have a rap. <laughs> yeah, yeah, now you have a rap. Which yeah, which yeah, which I mean, I'm yeah. I'm, and I know you. I know you. Well, you, I'm pretty sure you've seen it already. It takes a while for it to kind of like circulate though in the in the in the series. Uh, so it's a pretty quick episode. Uh, hey, well, you know, like you said, Lucy's not a, a particular interesting character, so it's like, eh, okay. I thought you liked Lucy. I thought you said that you, that Lucy no, was Vula. A- Vula, 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 Vula like was Melanie. only in there for like one season. I like <laughs> Wheels, I like Snake. Uh, Joey's last on my list for uh, Joey's like the best character. What do you mean? <laughs> what do Joey's you mean? on my bottom, my bottom three characters to like in the show. Which is funny because one of the like, I, I I had said we should do three episodes of this because the one next one we're doing is very shallow. It's basically yes. like a montage rehash of scenes that happened prior, and and that's that the third episode, he's actually like a, comes off pretty. I think he comes off pretty good in that ep, that episode though, like the um what's it called Love Me Love Me Not. I, I thought oh, he yeah. comes off pretty good in that episode. I mean, uh, it's more Kayla, it's more it's more of a miscommunication thing that happens in that episode. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, but I think Caitlin's looking at him through blinders, obviously. So true, she's misinterpreting, true. like, hey, pal, like, hey, pal, like, I but the weird thing with, about with is Caitlin tells, you. like, I like, hey, like, I think he asked me out, but he just says, he just mentions something about, it. like, she knows, but she's like almost like fooling herself. Like, yeah, yeah she's, yeah, she's kind of fooling herself. She's smart enough to know, but she doesn't want to believe it or something. I don't know. It's just kind of weird. Uh, season's greetings. Uh, I call it the everyone's on vacation episode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We just need to film a few new scenes. Uh, uh, so every, yeah, everybody else, the writers can just, you know, most of the writers can leave now. <laughs> it's like, Hey, we're going to do pay some overtime to work during your vacation. Anyone want some overtime and you can, yeah, yeah, anybody want, like, can be like, the oh, episode. Uh, yeah. Cause there are a few scenes spikes there with the, I think, in fact, I think this is the first time they actually show Emma, her daughter. Yeah. Like, the, so yeah. So that's like the introduction. That's like the big introduction thing. Uh, so it's, it all starts as a conflict that all starts with Yick and Arthur doing a Christmas exchange or, yeah. pre- or present exchange. Uh, and so um, Yick is like, I guess he's a little insecure because yeah, he's so- yeah, because now that Arthur's from wealthy blood, quote, unquote. quote, unquote. I mean, she did win over a million dollars. You know, she's, you know, she does win over a million. So is it, is this America? Is it American dollars or Canadian? Oh, that's, isn't Canadian worth more? Or am I thinking English? I'm thinking the pound is worth more. So. 
I don't know, but this is takes place in America. So, we'll so it's probably 500,000 maybe or 250 <laughs> circa 1987. Yeah. But adjusted for inflation is probably like a billion dollars. Uh, oh, right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, probably more than that. Yeah. yeah, probably more than that. No, it's not a billion. It's not a billion. <laughs> it's a. It's um, obviously it's a lot because they could have went the they could have went the Rick way and said like a hundred dollars. No, it's it's obviously a substantial amount of money. Uh, let's see. So so they're so Yick's feeling insecure because he assumes Arthur spent a bunch of money in his present and uh, and Yick did it on his. Yeah. Uh, they start complaining because uh, they start fighting because uh, Yick calls Arthur rich, and yeah. uh, and then the cousin, what's the cousin's name? What do you, what? Dorothy? So she, and you're saying she's Arthur's real life real sister? sister. Yeah, she's yeah. probably a lot younger, but they throw, they made her a sixth grader, but she looks like she's probably a, like a four, third grader, probably. Yeah, and then she's spot on. Looks like him, basically. Oh no, she looks. And, and the whole running joke in this is Yick always mentioning Arthur. She looks like she looks exactly like you. Like, oh, what do you mean? Like, oh, uh, let's see. The cousin sees it. The 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 theme is cued. Um, with I don't even know what is there a B story to this? The AC's yeah, no, out. The B story is like it's yeah. The AC's out. The air conditioning's out. That's the B yeah, story. The air con- for whatever reason, the air conditioning's out. Isn't this supposed to be winter time though? In in in, in I think Canada winter. It should be a heater. <laughs> should it be like the heater should be out. Yeah. Like wait a minute. The sun's backwards. This sounds like they're living like in uh, California or something. What's going on here? Uh yeah. The, the, everyone's phoning it in in this episode. This is the phone. The official the phone in episode. Oh, yeah. Um, so the whole thing is the cousin's trying to intervene. Um, Dorothy's trying to intervene I, too. I, I I put that she's being a Medici. This I, I almost feel like the writers, because like you said, like everybody needs to go off and be on vacation in this episode. So let's give Dorothy, let's let's shoehorn Dorothy into this and have her be like that, you know, she's being a Medici in the storyline. We we do find out a little bit more why she's doing this, you know, they with more shoehorning her with the with the Yik character, but it's still it's just kind of like oh, gosh, kind of, she's kind of annoying, you know, it's like uh but is but that, there are some original stuff like Spike. We we do find out that Spike's grades are starting to fall now. You know she's got Emma and uh, Shane. I think Shane. I think Shane actually holds like Emma, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, she, he's there. Yes. And then and then there's like a subplot with Joey and Wheels. How he invites him over for uh for uh for dinner. The, I believe he invites him over to for Christmas dinner. Uh, let's see. Then we get a bunch of flashbacks with Arthur being in the closet. Uh. Yick saves them. We see the porn episode, the water yeah, gun it's, it's, episode. Yeah, it's there's no need for that. It, we've it's. I mean, I get it. It's been, it's been two seasons. It's actually been two years. I I get it, but there's no need. But then again, I was I was thinking about this though, and I don't remember back in the day when it originally ran if there was like reruns. I, I assume there was, but I don't remember. It's like if wait, if you guys are showing reruns, why would you? Why do you need a montage? It's kind of weird. Uh, let's see. Spike oh, oh baby. probably one of my favorite parts, and I and I know this is politically incorrect to say this. What the uh, the janitor who's who's rather young female, like yes. uh, she, the janitor, yes. she finally fixes the AC, and then what does Joey say? Like, like, do you remember what Joey says when she fixes the AC? No. Says not bad for a woman. Oh, jeez. <laughs> and then everybody like, and all the girls start throwing stuff. At him. Like, but the way the way he looks, the way like he, it's almost like they do they have to do the line over and over again because he kind of laughs about it and then like he just like, as 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 like erasers are being thrown at him and like pencils, he kind of like laughs and runs away. 
See, I would have been with the with the obvious line, "Not bad for a human." Is oh no, 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 said. no! See, that's the modern version. That's the uh, not no, 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 no. That's, that's bishop. That's bishop. That's the bishop. Well, yeah, line. Well, it's bishop. Well, at least well, bishop. Bishop's not human. So, but no, no. But the modern take would be not bad for a human. Yeah, but no, no, because you know he's got it. Because you know Joey still is a sex. You know, that's like that's the whole thing. Uh, you're right. Shane owns a baby. We see more of uh, the flashbacks between. Uh, Yick, when he was interested in Melanie, the vase, the wet dreams. Um, and then ultimately Yick and Arthur make up. And when the, the reveal for the presence is that uh, Arthur has purchased for Yick those uh, little, I call them croquis. Yeah, what are those the, called? The, croquis. Yeah, croquis. Yep, yeah. But that's the yeah. brand name. The, the brand name is croquis. Oh, I thought I thought that was just generic or what they were called. Oh, no, okay. that's a that's a brand name. So oh, but it's a okay. it's a little piece of elastic band that holds your glasses onto your head. Very popular back in the day. I believe I had some. Oh, we had them for sports too. Yeah, like for baseball, place. for sure. Yeah, yeah. So I still have a, a pair of those, a couple of pairs of those around here somewhere. Nice. Uh, and Yick has purchased a calculator for Arthur, and the joke is that Yick spent more money um, on his present than Arthur did for Yick's you present. Know, I was gonna make another like a like a, kind of like a racial <laughs> joke about this because if I'm not mistaken, you know. And I was like, wait a minute, like it seems kind of like a racist gift to give like Arthur. Like, like why a calculator? Like, what are you saying? Oh, what? Like a, we don't know his like uh, we don't know his uh, ethnicity I, or, I or religion. We do. Or religion. I, I think we do actually. Do I think, I think, oh, yeah, shit. I think it's yeah, I think it's been like a yeah. It's like it's instead of somebody else doing it, it's Yik that's doing it though. So it's like it's even worse because like, you know, Yik has has quote unquote been the victim of like racism supposedly oh, yeah. at the school. So it's a thought that counts. Happy holidays, Broomhead. So we've oh, heard Broomhead in, fact, in a while. In fact, I think, in fact, Yick tells him like Merry oh. Christmas. And then he says happy holidays oh, yeah. back. So it's oh, like, yeah. oh, 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 I think, I think this is a, I think this is like a, a an that's ethnic it. racial thing. Like, you <laughs> that's know, that's it. Yeah. Uh, and then that's our two episodes of, yeah. uh, yeah. so sort of uneventful episodes. Yeah. I like I said, cause that one's a complete throwaway. Even I have to make, I, I remember, I remember when I saw it originally going like, what is this? Like, 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 how dare you? <laughs> Uh, are we gonna do wham or take shelter? Well, let's do take shelter and get that out. I, f- I feel like I'll oh. have more fun with uh, with the yeah. wham stuff. So, you really did enjoy take shelter, it sounds like. No, it's something I didn't, didn't not, did not enjoy it, but it seems like it's kind of like a basic movie about a certain topic, you know, that that I, that I really didn't see that. Oh, there's like a hidden message here. Um, I think. No, uh, Never mind. Uh, this is 2011. Jeff Nichols directed, starring Michael Shannon, as as we know from uh, from Zod, and now Gary yeah. Nessner from uh, Waco. Yeah, and by the way, I call him I call him Zod and uh, and Mitch in this this whole whole thing. <laughs> uh, uh, Jessica Chastain, of course, is uh, is an actress. Who is? I don't know who Jessica Ch- is. She was she in one of the Jurassic Park movies? By I knew you were gonna say that. That's, she's not. The, she's not the girl from Jurassic no, Park. No, the redheaded? no. No, the girl from Jurassic Park is uh, is uh, Richie Cunningham's kid. It's Opie's kid. Oh, that, yeah. That's oh, Bryce really? Dallas Howard is the wow. woman from Jurassic Park. So I'm being I'm being kind of racist. Like I'm like all like redheads. A little bit. Look, oh, okay. A little bit. I, I, I will say this. I I I do find uh, Jessica Chastain to be like attractive. So that's why I was just saying. She was in the Zero Dark Thirty, I think, is one of her bigger oh, okay. films, okay. which, I, which mm-hmm. is a pretty pretty good film with the Basa, uh, Osama bin Laden. Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and Shea Wig Wigham Shea Wigham is uh, is Mitch's real name. 
Jay Wiggum. Oh, I wouldn't even know. There is there is an actress that I did recognize, and yes. I don't know her name, but you know what? Like his wife. <laughs> yeah, yeah, his wife. Oh, 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 her. Oh, you know, yeah, his yeah. Wife. That, that's Kenny Powers' girl. Kenny, yeah, it's, it's, Kenny, it's Kenny Powers. Uh, was did she, does she ever become his wife? Does he ever have a kid with her in the series? I can't remember. Uh, it's like it's like an off and on thing. With with him and the, I feel like he has kids there at the end of the future episode. <laughs> yeah, I think I think in the the last episode, it's like a future flash. A yeah, flash, it's like the future. Flash it's, forward, it's flash kind point. of similar to the uh, Six Feet Under, where like they show like their 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 actual what happens to them in the future. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I, I mean, it's funny because I don't know her name, but don't you, know her name. Every time I see her, she yep. has that same accent. She's got that southern accent, and it's like, oh, it's Kenny Powers' wife. Yeah, and I will only always know her as Kenny Powers' wife. Exactly, which, which I think stinks for her because she's kind of typecasted. I think, yeah, it, a bit. yeah it's, it is kind of sad. Yeah, I thought you were going to mention uh, Michael Shannon's mom, that Kathy Baker actress who's in a bunch of stuff. Oh yeah, Kathy Baker. Yeah, I noticed her, but uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, you're right. She is recognizable. Uh, let's go for another pour. What do you got? Let me seal this one back up. I was I was sucking on it pretty good. So. <laughs> oh. A lot of the high ABV. See, it's too hot for thirty percent. It's like it's like 70, 78 degrees right now, but seventy nine. Uh, I run warm, and so it's hot. But they do the goza. I want you to try that one. All right, I shall pull out the goza. All right, read that description on there. All right, so this is from uh, Arizona Wilderness Brewing, same same place you went to. This is called Smoked Apple Goza, and it has like a little like a little by story in honor of the the nineteen fallen granite mountain hotshots, and it says a portion of them the funds go go to the I guess a charity. I'm not sure what that is, and probably something I, have to, I would have to look up. It, it seems like it's almost like a probably a disaster that happened. Uh, I'm gonna look at it up right now. I didn't realize that it had. It was like yeah, a, yeah. It's like it's like if you look at the artwork too. The artwork has like boots and axe and like a like a work or something like maybe like a searcher or something. So something tragic must have happened. Um, and it says the fallen, so that's like right off the bat, you know, it's like a, an auto pop. So it must be a big news story. Oh, oh, okay. There you go. The Yarnell Hill Fire was a wildfire near Noriel, Arizona, ignited by dry lightning on June 28th, uh, 2013. So it's a while ago. Okay. On June 30th, it overran and killed 19 members of the Granite Mountain oh. Hotshots. Just one of the hotshots on the crew survived. He was posted as a lookout on the fire and was not with the others when the fire overtook them. Oh, that's going to be rough, right? And yeah. yeah. So you're, you're literally seeing them being consumed by the flames and you're the lookout guy. Gosh. Yeah. yeah. You got to have some PTSD, uh, tons of PTSD from that, man. Oh, that's absolutely. Rough. Yeah. The Yarnell Hill Fire was one of the deadliest U.S. fires since the 1991 Oakland Hills Fire, which I was a part oh, of. Really? Yeah, I was in Berkeley when was that, that? Uh, 1991. Oh, Wait, now was that part of also part of the earthquake, or was that something no. else? No, the earthquake was 89. The Oakland Hills Fire was in 91, and uh, they evacuated the campus because it, the fire was threatening the campus. Wow. And yeah. you're part of two disasters then, because weren't you part of the earthquake uh, yep. too? Yeah, that's pretty crazy, right? The earthquake yeah. and the Oakland Hills fire. Like that's uh, what I, all that tells me to stay away from Oakland. Yeah. Or like uh I'm like unbreakable, perhaps. <laughs> unbreakable. And, uh, that's not funny. Sorry. Bad, bad taste, bad taste. 
which killed 25 people and the deadliest wildfire wildland fire for the U.S. firefighters since the 1933 Griffith Park fire. What? Which oh. killed which killed 29 impromptu civilian firefighters drafted on short notice to help battle that Los Angeles area fire. Um, yeah, so this is uh, a tragedy that occurred quite a bit ago in Arizona. So this beer commemorates them. Okay. It looks like some of the some of the proceeds go to a charity or uh, yeah, proceeds of uh, a portion of proceeds from the beer will be donated to the Eric Marsh Foundation. There's a long description of oh yeah, uh, there's more beer. of a story behind there yeah, on the other side. Uh, can you read that or no? Uh, let me see. Brewed with 350 pounds of AZ grown golden delicious apples, smoked at Joe's Barbecue in Gilbert. That sounds nice. Good. This Goza is an annual tribute to the oh. to the night. Oh, it actually has a story in the back. There we go. Like like had oh. I just looked at it. Yeah, basically it just tells a story and it mentions the charity. Okay. And, and oh, and uh, it goes to helping helps provide uh, scholarships to wildlife awesome. fire academies. Okay. So, and it's a four point five percent alcohol by volume. That is correct, which is which is uh, par for the course for a goza. Uh, I'm gonna just do a super quick pause on this, okay? Okay. All right. Did you did you pop that beer yet? Yes, I did. Oh, did you pour it already? Mm-hmm. How are you ahead of me? What does it smell? Give me smell. Give me your. Uh... Yep, it smells exactly like uh, what it says. Smoked go smoked apples. Okay. Or smoked course, cider, probably, because like I'm not a big cider drinker, but I, you know, I assume that if I'm smelling apples, it probably smells like a cider. And of course, we, so we should get we expect tart, we expect smokiness, we expect some sea salt. We, salt all those we yeah, should salt, get, right? Definitely, yeah. Okay, here we go. Cheers. Was it? Wow. That first thing you get is that 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 smokiness. That is correct. That is correct. Get the apples. Um, you get, you do, you're right. You get the salt. You get some. Get that salt in there. It's very unique, and I I had this on tap. It was very unique, and I enjoy it. I like it. I like it yeah. a lot. It reminds me of that. Uh, like when I think we said this on the podcast. I mean, it reminds me of the Adroit Theory smoke gozas that they put out. Oh yeah, I, th- I thought you were gonna say the rock rock beer. That the, too. Uh, the German stuff. Yeah, that too. Very distinct. Very distinct beer. You probably can't get more yeah. distinct than that with the smokiness on it. Yes. All right. Uh, so I'm going to call this movie a slow burn because stuff oh, yeah. doesn't happen a lot in this movie. Yeah. And, uh, and this is like psychological thriller, I think they call it. Yeah. Or sci-fi? Yeah. Would you call this? No, it's like, an American, I, American psychological thriller. Oh, because <clears> I thought it got nominated for like a sci-fi award. Oh, did it? Didn't he I get nominated so. for like an Academy Award or something, uh, Shannon, for this? He got nominated for some oh, independent some awards. I don't think it was an Academy Award. Oh, okay. Uh, let's see. So we start out with so we focus on him. He looks up. There's a storm coming, and then the clouds are gathering, and then it starts raining on him. And for some reason, the rain is oily. Like he, he yeah, describes it I, as motor oil. Yeah, initially, yeah, that doesn't happen until later on. But initially, I thought it looked like pee. And I'm like, in my mind, if we're gonna go with the whole uh, dream thing, it's just like urine. He's probably got to take. Uh, which actually looks plays like, out. Which actually plays yeah. out in a scene in the movie. Actually, that's true. That is that is true. Yeah. Uh, and then we see him in the shower. The uh, so his name's Kurt Curtis. Is that his name? His name is Curtis. Curtis. Yeah, that's, that's the. I think I put his actual name once. <laughs> it's, it is Curtis. 
You gonna call him Gary or Zod for the no, Zod. Of the- like Zod. Uh Samantha is the wife. Um we mentioned played by uh by uh Jessica Chastain. Uh Hannah's the daughter and the de- Hannah's the daughter who ha- is like deaf and hard of hearing. She is, is deaf. The, yeah. Is one of the things. Uh they have a dog, they're having breakfast. Uh, Samantha's talking about a beach house. So she's like, I got to put a deposit down. And he's like, don't worry about it. Just go ahead and write the check. Um, and so we know they're going to take a vacation at some point, uh, probably like an annual vacation for them. Yeah. Well, we find out later on in the movie. That's, that's what they do every year. They go, they go to a beach like resort. Uh, get, like, um, Mitch's character's name is Dewart. Uh, and they work at a drilling for a drilling company. You know what? For the life of me, I have no idea what they're drilling. What the, what, what, <laughs> did, did you do you know like what the what the point of that was? I mean, I mean, obviously it's a job, but I have no idea what they're what they're drilling for. It's like, what's the point? You know, maybe it's a refinery because they keep on talking that they got to do pilot holes for for a bunch of stuff. So they're saying like we have a schedule to keep up. So maybe they're trying to do holes it, for. Is, is this oil? to make sure that the area is stable for like other like projects, construction maybe. projects? Because like to me, I'm like I'm trying to, I'm trying to rationalize. What is the point of you know do, putting these things, these metal rods, into the ground and checking out the soil? And I yeah. assume it's probably for construction work for a company that wants to build on this land. Um, that's kind of interesting now that you think about it because. Is there maybe a, an eco tie to what happens at the end and why he has that dream that it's raining oil? I wonder. Oh, oh that could also that could also be a part. Well, see, I didn't see that. You, you, that's that's exactly why I mentioned this. It, oh. This could be like in like a, it's it's in his mind now, subconscious. And of course, this goes to that whole psychosis. And and like we're reading that Freud book, a lot of the stuff you know when we talk about like uh, paranoid schizophrenia, which is. I guess the main this is it is the main thing in this movie. Mm-hmm. It's it, it kind of it plays out like this ecological thing. It's now it's playing out in his mind. He's probably thinking about this. So let me. I guess let's cut to the chase. In the the ending, do you think really happens or no? No, absolutely not. No, 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 no. <laughs> absolutely not. No, the ending scene is literally him having another one of his dreams because it's oh. a very common thing. And not only and they make this clear these these his dreams are extremely lucid. And you know, I guess at this point, this this it could almost be like a paranoid schizophrenic uh, attack, which because mm-hmm. we do see him getting these anxiety attacks through the movie, that he's literally feeling the dog biting him, and it's going through the whole day. You know, he's he's at one part he's cutting his mouth open and like and bleeding. He's and they're very lucid and real. And the ending, the ending scene to me, the way especially the way it ends with like the the the, the screen goes black and you hear a cracking sound. Yeah. To me, that's his mind. Just you know, that's it. That's that's it for him. He's oh, it's, his mind is finally snapping. That's it. So and then that, it's fades black. So you're saying the the thunder is a metaphor for him? Absolutely. Mentally, that crack. The last thing you hear is the crack, and it goes black, and that's wow. it. Wow. Yep. That's See, like this that's is, like his sense of reality is gone now. This is it's like Inception. This is why I, I'm getting burnt out on the dream movies because you just don't know what's real and what's that's not true. real. And, and also, like I said, bear in mind that I was reading like I, I had saw some stuff where the director says like he's not going to tell you what it what, what happens right. is it real or is it not real. He he wants you to figure out like yeah. what's going on. Make yeah. a choice and def- be able to defend your choice. Yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. And, and I'm sure there's people out there saying that oh, like it really was. Pre- it, it, you know what? You know what's so weird? When I when I was watching this movie when I rented it on on, on Prime. One of the other movies that was recommended underneath it was Frailty. And it's kind of similar yeah. to Frailty where it's like, oh, it's like, it's not really, it's not really in the yeah. end. You think, oh, they're going to be like Frailty. To me, the difference in Frailty is they have an extended final act. 
that shows yeah. a lot that goes on that makes it real where this is just it just ends so it's like oh i think it's pretty simple how to figure this one out frailty has a complete act in the end and it makes a decision it's not up to the audience oh, no, it makes interpret. a decisive decision oh yeah <laughs> yeah you know there is the devil like the devil is real <laughs> Like there's no uh, like there you, you can't argue against it. You're at that point that it's like, wait a minute, how do you how do you defend it? Oh, it's just a dream. I guess you could say that, but no, no, that's real, man. What a great cast with power the late Powers Booth. Oh yeah, the yeah, late, yeah. The late Bill Paxton. Bill Paxton. And uh, a young Matthew McConaughey. Oh yeah, yeah, Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. Those are the, he plays the other brother, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's a great cast, uh, and it's it's probably a. a Probably a fairly low budget movie. I'm thinking, yeah, right? low budget, low budget, kind of under the radar. It's one of those movies that most people, I'm sure most most horror people, aficionados know about. But oh, a lot yeah. of people don't. It's like, what what is it? What are you talking about? I don't know what that is. And, and that's directed by Bill Paxton, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Is that correct? Was it? I'm not. That I no? don't know. Oh, that yeah, I do not maybe, know. Maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> uh, let's see the drilling. Um, Kenny Powers' uh, girlfriend is uh, is uh, Dewart's wife. Um, they're all friends. They're all hanging out. They re- yeah, yeah. they realize that I guess since uh, Hannah is deaf and hard of hearing, she's kind of socially ostracized from. Uh, yeah, yeah. Everybody's kind of like it's that weird scene where she's out playing in the in the field and she's got the stick and they start to they freak out. I was like, why are they freaking out? Like you know, I get that it's you know it's kind of dangerous, but she is a kid though. I mean, what do you expect? You know. I don't know. I just thought it was weird the way they freaked out. Yeah, especially in the countryside. You assume like, yeah. there's uh, yeah, yeah. wood with nails all over the place. Yeah, right? you live in the country. You live in a rural area. It's not exactly the city. Uh, let's see. Do, 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 do. They're drilling in the rain, the, the storm. Um, we realize that Dewart and Curtis are pretty much like BFFs at this point. Oh, yeah, like yeah. They're, they're pretty good friends, and they talk, and they drink. Uh, after work, they they drink excessively until uh, until Kenny Powers' girlfriend comes out and like kind of reprimands. Looks uh, at him like, yeah, the look. You kind of get the feeling that she really doesn't like the husband, but she the wife. It's like the other wives get together and they kind of like, oh, you know. Uh, let's see. Uh, we see the storm and the oil rain, and then the dog is attacking him, and then we realize that this is a, a dream. Yeah. And so when Curtis wakes up from it and he sees a dog, he, he, it, it's, you're right. That's kind of weird because he's already kind of distorting the dreams and the reality because yeah. he assumes that since the dog attacked him in the dream, that in reality, the dog's because not Because the, the, the dream is so lucid yeah. that it's so real that it must be real. It's, it's so real. Uh, let's see. The boss is starting to come down on him. Um, and then he starts off, uh, instead of going to work, he goes to the, the local, uh, the local Home Depot type, uh, store oh, yeah. to get stuff for the dog house. Cause he's made a decision that the dog's going to get out of the house. Yeah. Yeah. It's an interesting scene because you think he's buying stuff to fix up the, uh, to work on the, uh, the, the debris that the, that the, the wife yeah. told him to fix up, but instead it's complete opposite. He's, he's building a fence around the dog house. Uh, we see the recurring motif of the birds in the sky. Yeah, you know it's kind of weird because it's obviously this is a super low budget film, and so I think the kind of the poor CGI kind of takes oh, yeah. me out of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do we really need the scenes with the birds? Yeah, I don't. I think that's more like a. I think that's also like a related to the equal equal disaster yeah. type aspect. That you know, I especially see. in the ending scene where they. Yeah. Start. Yeah, that is a good. Oh, we gotta have these because it's a harbinger of a storm, but it's also they're dying, so it's like you know, it's like. 
So this is an it's it somehow it is a metaphor for like uh, I think so I, I think it's I think it's the writer I'm not sure is the writer the, is the director the writer I'm sure that's inserted in there you know it's a uh, they're learning ASL to communicate with a daughter um, and then we have the scene where where he and Hannah are in the car and we have that oil rain coming down on him that's obscuring his vision through the windshield yeah. and then eventually that he crashes and. Uh, and in a kind of weird scene, the people there's people coming in and trying to take him and Hannah out of the car, pull them out of yeah. the car. Yeah. Uh, eventually, they they're able to take Hannah out, and then he wakes up. Um, let's see, build a dog shed. Uh, the wife is like a, I guess like a, a a sewer or or quilt maker. So she sells, she makes stuff and sells them at like the local flea market. Yeah. Uh, and then he has that thing. You're right. It kind of does remind me of frailty because he then so he sees that storm shelter which he hasn't touched in in probably decades. Yeah, and it immediately yeah. draws his attention. Yeah, and and, and this, it's interesting because they they kind of focus on it like omin ominously like several times even prior. Like uh, it's like 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 what are they getting at with the storm shelter? But there's all I don't know that I don't know if you notice that there's like a weird thing. I, th I thought the movie was going to take a different turn. There's like a weird scene like when he opens up the shelter. There's like a smell like in the shelter that uh, that he 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 holds his nose on it, and I was thinking about I was thinking about this. Uh, there's only certain smells in that we know of that will repulse you enough to do that. You know, obviously like a skunk will do that, uh, and the other one I'm thinking of is like a carcasses, like bodies and stuff like that. And I was like, wait a minute, is this gonna, is there something in that shelter that's like maybe buried in there? You know, so the, I was I was already like pre-thinking of what's going on here, but then it's kind of like then it's kind of like a, that's just like a red herring, I thought. Yeah. Um, so he's deciding now that he's going to clean this shelter out. That's his new uh, project. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I did, and also in his mind, he's thinking that these visions, it's, it's weird because he knows what's going on. But I guess he's hoping that it also, he's having like a, what's that? What was that one movie with John Travolta? The, uh, where he gets like the power. Phenomenon. Uh, phenomenon i think he thinks he's he's getting that where he's got like the, the power of second sight like i have like this premonition but it's weird because he knows his mind is cracking but there might still be something there like a premonition so it's kind of like weird that is a good point because he does explore so he's exploring both paths simultaneously yeah is exactly. this a premonition i'm gonna work on the shelter uh, am I going crazy? I'm going to go do do the research of the yeah. schizophrenia and then go talk to my mom to see what happened with her. Uh, he does a lot of process. that. He does, yeah. He, yeah, he, yeah, he does that. He goes to the library, grabs a book on, on mental disorders. I mean, I mean he, he, the one bad thing he doesn't do immediately is go to, go to the, uh, the therapist that the, his, his local doctor gives him. He goes to a counselor instead, which, in, which, which I thought has actually a really good scene in there where he goes to one therapist consular for a while she's not there and they go oh we, I'm, I'm another person and that, and that's very realistic they give him so they just give him another caseworker for the for the yeah. thing and he just gets up and walks out i thought that was very realistic yeah yeah why do you want to start all over with and develop exactly exactly with exactly it's like what's the point like what is the point of this yeah but i didn't think about the fact that he's actually exploring both of the possibilities oh, yeah. which, yeah, which yeah, makes yeah, him pretty yeah. smart actually right what would you it's, say like well, yeah, he, well at be... this point in the movie he knows he knows, and it's possible, but they don't tell you this, but he probably knows that he has an inkling of idea. He says he was 10 years old when his mom his mom had the uh, uh, schizo paranoid schizophrenia when she yeah. was uh, institutionalized. So he yeah. knows that there's a possibility because we know that this is, you know, this can pass on. 
So he knows that oh, he's, I think he's been, he's, he's possibly, he might have been, been preparing for it too. Like, you know. Oh yeah. Um, let's see. So going back to the e ecological ramifications of the, uh, the kind of acid rain or the oil rain, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Um, there is a news story about a chlorine spill that's killed people. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I didn't, I didn't start, I didn't make the connection till now. All of it kind of does tie around with this ecological disaster. Um, yeah, that, yeah. That's already perpetrated by man, of course, I'm going to say. Yeah, yeah. Although um, I don't think man can create that massive tornado. That's, that's sure can. Saying. Sure can. <laughs> global warming, man. Like which global, government? Like which government did that? Uh, <laughs> let's see. Hannah's at the window. Curtis approaches her. And then, as, then we have another episode where yeah. there's people trying to get into the house. The, the, there's also the reoccurring theme that when, almost every time you see rain, in fact, it might even be every time you see rain, it's going to be the dream. It's like he has these things that are part of the dream. The, the rain, thunder, there's certain cues that are part of his lucid dreams. So we kind of know when these things are there, wetness, and obviously when the rain looks different, we know that he's in a dream world. He's in that, he's in that lucid dream uh, area. And I think the daughter's in the majority of them as well. I think so too. And I think that's what helps him keep like contact with her as opposed to other people who he like shuns them and the dog, the dog, whenever he sees them in the dream, they're doing something to him. Like they're either attacking him or they, you know, they're doing something. It's yeah. weird because he doesn't explain to the wife what happens with her, but I, I think he does kind of explain what happens to him with Mitch. Like that yeah. Mitch attacks him <laughs> with the axe or something like that. And we don't and see that believes, one. We don't see that one. No, no, no. We don't. Yeah. They, they have to save money on that. Uh, they, <laughs> they probably shot the scene, but they had to cut it out probably. But yeah. Uh, let's see. So then we had that that weird scene where like they're trying to get in, and then the furniture kind of lifts up, and then it kind of yeah. crashes to the ground. That's got to be. I, I was just thinking that's got to be like a like the uh, the cipher the symbolism of of probably him breathing heavily, probably like the the gravity. He gets uh, he has like a zero g gravity, and then it all comes down real fast. So it's yeah. um, probably, he's probably breathing heavily, and we see that at one point he's having panic attacks. It's probably something like that. In his dream. It's possible in his sleep he lifted up the covers and then brought him like brought him down, down oh, on him more tightly. It's to... possible, but I think because his are so lucid, it's probably more of a breathing thing because he's so lucid with his dream. It's got to be more like of a breathing thing. And uh, also bear in mind that he's also has psychosis going on, severe psych. This is, it's a whole Freud thing because Freud believes that everybody has psycho. Your dreams are a part of your psychosis. If he's a pyramid schizophrenia, schizophrenic, it's going to be in his dream too. So he knows, so like, you know, so this is the, you know, it's like a reality. And obviously it spills over into his real world where he starts seeing in the real world, he starts hearing and seeing these, this phenomena that's not happening. Uh, speaking of spilling over, this is where the scene where he urinates to bed. Oh yeah. 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 So he knows, he knows something's going on. You know, a, you're not as adults. Oh yes. Yeah. Something's not right. I'm what, what, like, I forget how old, you know, he's like in his what, probably forties now or something like that. Like and I'm I'm peeing the bed. Something is obviously not right here. Uh, him and the wife get into it, but she goes to church. Uh, and then this is where he takes Hannah to the library and he gets the books on uh, schizophrenia. Um, let's see, he gets stuff to start uh, building out his shelter. Uh, they're supposed to do a lunch after church, I guess, and then he's late to it, and so everyone's all the family's all. Yeah, it's like a it's like late. a weird like family dinner type thing. Weird, like, weird. I think it's weird because I mean this is this is obviously like a small rural type thing. We don't do. I mean, come on, we grew up like in the the concrete jungle. We don't we didn't do stuff like that. Guess it's, what? It's, Guess what? That's what like a loving, caring family. Very family does. Like, we don't, we does don't know get that. together we at the table. Their friends come over. 
yeah, like we don't know over. that. <laughs> Yeah. I'm we, like, what is what's what is going on here? What is that? What's happening here? Oh, we had our food and like retreated to the like the furthest yeah. away, like our own got room. the ramen. <laughs> we got the ramen and, and took off. <laughs> oh boy, that's not abnormal. Got news for you. I think we're the abnormal. Uh, oh no, you know, no, you're right. But to me, I'm like, and also, and, and obviously, like they're like that rural church going types, of, like a town, you know. So they're all they all know each other. They're religious. And you know, and the, you know, they, they say the prayers at the, at the table. Yeah, you know, I'm like looking, at this like, like, what's going on here, man? Like, what is this? Oh, let's see. Uh, he's cleaning the shelter. He goes to the doctor's office, and I guess he gets in by telling the the receptionist that he has a cold. Oh yeah. But then yeah, yeah. once he gets to the doctor, he's saying he can't sleep and he's having dreams. Um, and so uh, I guess that's you know probably the only doctor in town says you know have you seen your mom because clearly he knows the... he knows yeah you're right you're right because he knows him he knows the family history and I'm sure he's treat probably treated the mom too and you know he's treated the whole family so he knows what happened so it's almost immediately and I, and I do gotta give him credit he immediately says hey I'm gonna give you a sedative but but you you should go see the you know this really good therapist mm-hmm. you know and I think he's low he's like located somewhere somewhere away but uh, yeah and because he, he knows like uh oh uh oh you know yeah. you're showing signs. Uh-oh. And he says, like, I'm going to give you some light. So, you know, you in a little bit. So you're not going to get addicted oh, yeah, yeah. to it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like I said, gonna... probably a little yeah. trazodone or, you know, take a little, take, take a small <laughs> dose of it. Uh, let's see. And he gives him the referral to see a psychiatrist. Right. Uh, so they're trying to, they're, they're trying to get Hannah implants um, for oh, her, yeah, co- yeah. like cochlear implants for her. Is that what it is? Is that what it, Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I, I've heard the name before. And, and obviously it's like, and I also assume too that, I be, I think she she goes deaf gradually as opposed to not being born. Uh, it sounds uh, like that. Yeah, it yeah, sounds yeah. like Cause, that. Because I almost got the impression that that she had she could hear at one point. Yeah, I I'm not sure exactly what the conversation is, but I actually got I got that as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he gets the medication. It's super expensive. Oh well, yeah, the yeah, it was like forty. It was like what was it like forty bucks? And he mentions copay. And goes, oh, that is copay. Yeah. Like, um, family dinner, the vacation. So, it, so the first time he takes the medication, he actually has a, a one night without sleep, without drinks. Yeah, he wakes up and it's just normal. And and I probably in his mind he's thinking, oh, this actually works. Like, yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, when he gets goes to work with Dewar, he starts hearing that thunder again. So now, now it's infiltrating the, his. Now the the schizophrenia is starting to now it's now it's it's becoming a reality. The dreams are becoming the reality and around him. And that's when you know, like, oh, things are starting to crack now. And so you think this is uh, schizophrenia? You think so? You think ultimately? Oh no, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, he's everything that's happening is what happens to his mom. Even though his mom can't really remember everything when he has a conversation with her, this is this is exactly the way it's going to play out. Reality starts to become a dream. You know, it's almost like you know, you start hearing these like, the sounds, you start seeing things, yeah, and you start reacting to these things like they're real. You know, I mean, yeah, you know, I mean, come on, how many movies have we seen about you know, pits, you know? schizophrenia and stuff like that. And I mean, I'm sure, you know, the subject matter, you know, you don't do those things unless you're seeing these, you think, you think they're real and they're there, you know, because you know, why would you attack somebody unless you thought they were like a monster or something like that? Yeah. There's a, there's a blurring between the two. Yeah. The two I, it, what, yeah it's like what Freud said, I believe, you know, it's, well, not that he said, but like, he says a lot of those guys, but it's like the reality becomes a dream. And in your dreams, you could pretty much do anything. So in reality, I can do, you know, I can do the same thing. 
All right. Uh, let's see. So now that the then that the these uh, moments are happening during the waking hours, he has this huge anxiety attack. Oh yeah, the panic attack. Yeah, in fact, he vomits right before it too. Like uh, he's such a here. It's, he runs away and then he vomits. Like it's. And I think I'm gonna say I'm gonna assume this is the first time he's ever experienced anything like like that because 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 of the reaction that he has. Yeah. Uh, and then when he stops, he has this epiphany where he he stops and gets out of the car, and he see he lands in front of this uh, like these uh, storage bin containers. Oh uh, yeah, sales. yeah, yeah, they're on sale. Yeah, I want a storage um, bin. Like like, can I get a storage bin? Yeah, well now they're converting them into like tiny homes. I want. I want yeah, them. exactly, exactly. Yeah. Although it seems kind of like like dubious though. Like hey, like like why do you need that? Like like what are you putting in there? Like see, in my <laughs> mind, I'm thinking it's going to be used for like dubious like like things. <laughs> like a meth, like a meth lab or what? Well, that too. Yeah, I'm thinking uh, more darker, like darker, like uh, you what? Know. Well, that's that's like, why uh, like jigsaw, I, I was like jigsaw? I was on the I was on the projected pattern that. I feel like this, like there's bodies there. He's he's building like a like a like a like a kill like thing down there. Yeah. You know? See, I'm, I'm you know until it, until it finally ends and you realize that nah, it's just a sim. It's far more simple than my diabolical, uh, you know, notions. Well, it's funny because now those things are landing in everyone's backyard because now oh really? You, yeah, you can do those additional dwelling units without with like very little red tape for the permit process. So really, they could dump if, a tiny home in the backyard. Oh yeah, oh yeah, with no hassle. Tiny home, not necessarily those those storage. Because I'm sure those storage things are not up to like uh, code. I mean, it's you know, it's I mean, it's a metal container. It's got to have like structural. Uh, yeah, they like use those validity. for tiny. The bases for tiny homes, though. So. Really? Wow. Yeah, I'll send you. I'll send you some links. I'll okay. look in one. <laughs> Uh, Pretty soon they're all going to be like be stacked up all together. It's going to be like oh uh, yeah, no, they have those. They have those. Ready Player One. It'll be like it'll be like a mile high, <laughs> like District Nine, like District Nine, District Nine, like, Ready Player One. It'll just, it'll just be completely stacked up. No, I've seen this one, uh, this one home where they take the containers and they put them in different angles and they make uh, like a three-story home out of I, it. I've seen tiny homes, like the tiny home stuff, like it's done like in rural areas or like the wood areas, and those are cool. Yeah, because there's nobody there. It's like, oh, that's cool. It's like a little oh, yeah. tiny. It's like a little hobbit dwelling in the area. <laughs> the shire. But, but if you put like the a shire. thousand of them together, it's like the shire. <laughs> but if you put like a million of them all together, it's gonna. Oh, now it's ugly now. Yeah, it goes. You go from the shire to Ready Player One. Yeah, it's a exactly. matter of time. Yeah. Oh, all right. What do you have to get for a pour over there? We got yeah, two more yeah. beers to get through, and uh, we're almost done with this. I think. Probably go with the stout, and then I think the other one's a fruited beer. Oh, boy, it's too hot hot for a stout. But I'd say, all right. Uh, This is actually a pretty high-level stout. This is a collab between two of our favorites, Other Half and Jay Wakefield. Let me see if I can can read your handwriting. It's uh, Snowbirds number six? That is correct. How dare you? That's correct. Um, This is a bourbon barreled aged imperial stout with coconut. Ooh. Marcona almonds, those are yummy. What, what is that? And cacao nibs. Okay. This is fourteen so percent is... alcohol by volume. So we're going from the for the from the opposite end. It was first we had a an imperial stout that was un with no adjuncts. Now we're having a quite a few adjuncts. That's correct. Um, oh this is, boy! You know what this is? It's almond joy. We say that every time you see almonds and like coconut. <laughs> yeah, almonds, coconut, chocolate. If it's let, it, let it go into my mouth, and then I'll be the judge of that. <laughs> let, let it... <laughs> we need to do like an uncensored version of this show. We should like, do. We should do like a pay. We should do like the pay site. No, get, <laughs> do like the uncensored version of this show. Pay I, got site. All, I got all sorts of stuff to say about that. <laughs> pay site. 
We should do like no, an you, just gotta, okay, you just got you just got to get the mixer. You got to get the little mixer thing no. when it has like, sensors in, and then we could just cuss all the time and just be like bleeping everything out. No, we're gonna be only fans, or we we're like topless, and we're like right. uh, cur- we're encouraging. Wait, wait, what do you mean? <laughs> see, 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 this goes back to like the back in the day when he used to listen to Howard Stern. He had like the censor thing, and then I used to think that was so funny when you hear the censor. And then when he went to Sirius, and I, you know, and I heard like uncensored, I was like, wait a minute, it's no longer funny now that they're cussing. It's like, wait a minute. It's 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 like the opposite. It's like the joke was, it's like the like Phil Henry, the the censor oh, yeah. made it more funnier. Um, I'm just buying the coconut and the booze. Like getting uh, the, uh, the the almonds are are virtually impossible to detect. Yes, that's a, that, I was just gonna say that. Yeah, yes, yeah, virtually impossible. If you if you if you can detect a a a, a nut on the note. Then your your uh your was olfactory uh senses are far more superior. Uh, I would probably say with the exception of a peanut, because I think that peanuts are pretty. Oh, you are you are one hundred percent correct. That yeah. is you're right. Yes. All right, here we go. Cheers. That's it. I'm not getting the almond joy of it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm getting coconut. It's a little thin on the mouthfeel. Kind of flat, too, no? Is it like, um, almost like a flatness on it. Yeah, but stouts, I mean, that's, uh, you can forgive that on a stout. I don't know, because, I mean, I'm you not can. saying it has to be, like, fully carbonated, but it's almost like, um, gosh, like, now let's go back to the, the, the analogy of, like, like soda left out for, for a while. Or, or uh, like, root beer. We always say, like, a, either flat Coke or yeah. flat root beer like on Coke, some of yeah. these uh, stouts. Yeah. Gosh, am I getting the coconut there? I guess yeah. I get the coconut. I am the nuts. Am I getting the nuts? Yeah, we have some of these, and they're just like almond joys. I would say this. Probably yeah, I would say this it? is not. I would say this is not like an almond joy. I wonder what the barrel is. Out of curiosity. Oh yeah, what is the barrel? Is it the same there? No, I don't think it says. Hmm. Uh, let's see. He goes and visits his mom, and he's basically. It's funny because he doesn't visit her to see how she's doing. He's visiting her to find out how it happened and what were her. Oh yeah, symptoms. yeah. He wants to know when. Like <laughs> he mentioned that he was ten years old when she cracks. He's probably at the same age, like around thirty. Oh, in fact, I think he's like thirty-five. He's I think he's thirty-five in the way. I'm. I, think, I said he was like in his forties, but I think he says he's thirty-five. And it happens to his mom when she's in her thirties. Uh, I just want to know how it started, and then he goes, uh, "Did you ever have dreams?" Trying to make the connection if this is the, the oh, if yeah. he's going in the same path as her, and she, she says, says no. no. She says no with the dream, but she does say something else that is similar to him that she has pan she had panic attacks, and and she had the feeling of being watched and mm-hmm. like and that goes and that kind of relates to his dreams where he's being like attacked and what you know like that's that yeah. that that paranoia. It's a par- it, I think it alludes more to the paranoia of the uh, situation. Yeah. I have exactly that same note. Hmm. Uh, so he leaves her. He's doing the math of the shipping container, and he goes to the bank to ask for a loan uh, so he can buy this, uh, build out this uh, shelter or expand the well, shelter I, he already has. I, th- I thought this scene was kind of a weird scene because I assume everybody knows they're in this town, and, and I assume he's probably good for his loans. You know, he's, you know, he's got to be good for it. I, it seems like he does get a little hassle on it when he gets the loan. Like, eh, it's kind of like frivolous and... I was like, what? You, like, you know, he's if you're good for loans, why would you question, you know, anything in the future? Oh, I just, I just I, thought it was kind of odd. Well, I think he's not giving him hassle for the loan. He's telling him that it's a bad loan, though. Yeah, it's a bad he's loan, saying, but you don't want but this even loan. That sounds kind of weird. 
Yeah, but even then, that's like, wait a minute. But if I can pay it off, what does it matter? You know, it's like, you know, I mean, you know, what I'm saying like, now if he had problems in the past paying off loans, then I would, then I'd say, oh no, this is a bad loan. Don't do it. You know, it's going to be a waste. But what does it matter if he's going to pay it off? So to me, I'm like, it's you know, if I want to build like a jungle gym or you know this or that, <laughs> what does it matter? Yeah. Uh, let's see. Yes, do it for help. Uh, he goes and sees the counselor. And then he tell he he talks about go, doing like the quiz and back, which kind of okay, yeah yeah that's yeah in, in a very odd scene before she could even say anything he pulls out like his chart I assume actually I get, uh, I get, no I assume he gets this from the library but now if they had to, had they made this nowadays it would have been off off online like I found yeah. all this information online I've copied yeah. it like uh, yeah so like uh, yeah I I have like 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 nine or so many of the uh, the twenty things on the list here so and then she's like looking at him like. And and bear in mind, she's only a counselor. She's not a therapist. And she tells him that before. But in his mind, he's thinking, oh, you're a therapist. Yeah. Um, and so he's like at low probability that uh, for the quiz, low probability of schizophrenia. Um, let's see. It, it kind of jumps around a bunch. And you're not, you don't know. Maybe it's done intentionally. You don't know the continuity of what's happening. Because they always see him in the car with, uh, with uh, Hannah and Sammy in their sleep. Oh um, yeah, and he sees the lightning. So I'm assuming this is part of a dream as well. I I, I assume that every time we see we no, but not necessarily because that's not true. Because when he's with Mitch, that's in the daytime too. When he hears the thunder cracking, uh -huh. but this time he has visual, visual and auditory. But yeah, it, yeah it's possible it is a dream still too, though. Uh, and then he quote unquote borrows the equipment from work. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and they're big. So he asked Stuart to help him out, and they're uh, digging up the yard to install this uh, the storage bin. And I get we we know that he's adding on to the shelter to make give him more room for stuff. Yeah. Uh, also, very odd job of the. I, I I assume he knows construction, but it's not like exactly like a neat job. Like when mm -hmm. he does, it, especially when they're going down into it, it's just kind of like a hole cut off into the side into the into the new. Uh, you think it'd be a little bit more professional that the way it's done. Yeah, it's not framed now. It's basically like like a like he got the jackhammer and just like it's all like cracked. Yeah, in yeah, the it's wall. not exactly professional. I mean, you assume he has construction training of some kind, but it's not like enough to to fully make it proper. Um, so Samantha comes home and she's upset and they argue because he's dug up the yard. Uh, and then when he's getting ready for bed to take his medication, oh, he yeah. must do like yeah. uh, like quadruple he the dosage. He takes a bunch of them. He takes a bunch of those trazodone. I assume I, I'm I'm just saying I'm, I'm gonna call it trazodone. He takes a bunch <laughs> of them. And boy, oh boy, oh boy! Like you know what's gonna happen. And so then, of course, he has the seizure at night, and yeah. uh, she called the wife calls nine one one. Apparently, uh, he, apparently, in his seizure dream state, his he I don't know if he I don't know if he. Crack, crack does something with his teeth or his gums because he's bleeding a lot, mm -hmm. like on the. Uh, so he does something with his mouth, or maybe bites his tongue. But the the one of the paramedics are they tell him something about like the the, the cuts in his his mouth. It's like, mm -hmm. well, like how did he do that? Like you know, that's how real the dream is. That you know. Uh, and then at this point, he tells her everything. Oh yeah, he tells he tells yeah, pretty much tells her everything. Uh, and you know, it's kind of a you know, the, clearly they have they're devoted and they have a loving marriage it looks yeah. like because they're staying with each other uh you know, I, what, say... you know I i actually had a i actually had a, a, a slightly different theory about that oh okay it, it is it? i thought it was kind of weird and and maybe this is something like a some like a plot line that's not really mentioned in there they have one daughter okay 
And they're kind of like almost like estranged with each other. They don't. They never show them like being like really you know love you know loving oh, together okay. like in sexual. And okay. maybe like they don't want to have another kid because they're afraid they might have like a you know a kid that's like also has has like you know comes out deaf oh, again. So like because they don't really don't show them like you know consummating or you know you know having yeah. sex. So, so I thought that was kind of weird that they seem kind of apart, even though they're together. In fact, they have, when he has that conversation with his uh, with Mitch, and Mitch is talking about like bringing in like a like a like a threesome, he's kind of oh, like yeah. he's like man, like you know, I kind of uh, I, I kind of like envy your relationship. But then and then Zod's kind of like ah, you know, and he doesn't really say anything in that part. Like, so. well, he even says something like that. Yeah, that's not something we would like do. Yeah, yeah. So it's but it's kind of weird though because he doesn't, you know, he's like, but he doesn't like also back and go, like, yeah, yeah. We, you know, we're, we're you know like oh like we're like kids together, you know, like we we don't think about things like that. He just kind of like poo poos it. I wonder if it's one of those things where I thought this is what you're were going for. Is it one of those things like maybe in high school they dated and then he like accidentally oh. got her pregnant? Oh, and then that's awesome. why they're together now. Um, no, no, oh. absolutely not because she's only about what um ten years old maybe. The, the the daughter and he's thirty five so oh, he I has her at twenty five so she's older yeah. she's, okay. and the the wife's the same no the other also besides the the dev situation and he knows this possibility that any kid he has has a chance of oh. also suffering from this uh this mental disorder the so I think that's like a, schizophrenia yeah yeah and and I think it, I think it's probably why he's protective of the daughter too because like there's a possibility that. I'm going to spread it on to her. We do, we do find out that he has a brother though. And apparently he seems to be, he doesn't have it, at least at this point in his life. And I think there's a genetic tendency for, for that, for schizophrenia. Yeah. So they I talk about valid, that. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. Think that's a valid concern. Uh, let's see. She loves him. Hannah's getting ready to, they're going through the whole thing with the implant, the, the cochlear implants. Uh, we also so, know that uh, Zod has pretty good insurance, and uh, and uh, for whatever reason they weren't they didn't get the they weren't allowed to get the uh, earpiece before. Maybe they just didn't try hard enough or whatnot. But he has, but his insurance is good enough where they can actually get it now. Uh, he he must have had the dream, and I don't know if it's a cut scene or they, you're right. They couldn't afford to shoot it, but he's already they looking at Dewar like uh, like suspiciously. Yeah, and yeah. he goes to the boss and says, "Hey, can you take him off my crew?" Yeah, yeah, you're right. It's yeah, yeah, they either filmed it, it didn't look right, or they just didn't film it to save money. Because I think the budget on this was like four million, four something million. Dang, so that's a lot of money. So that's yeah, you're right. was, Yeah, yeah. So they did say, yeah, let's just not film it. You can just go in there and explain it, explain the scene. Uh, so the boss has agreed to take Dewart off the crew, but he he also says, hey, you need, you're missing work a lot. You got to stop missing work. So we know he's already kind of slacking off. And we've seen him do it, so. Yeah. Um. It, then in, in this kind of odd situation, I'm sure you have it. I'm sure you have it in your notes. He goes and buys the gas masks. Oh yeah. <laughs> See, well, you know the first thing that came to my mind, especially a, a certain line that he uses when he buys the gas mask. He buys the gas mask. Like, wait a minute, why would I need a gas mask? But then he asked, "Do you have a child's yeah, gas mask?" It's a Waco. And I'm like, "Whoa, it's that Waco, sounds kind of scary." But it's, it's Waco. But it, yeah, well, yeah, 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 that too. But it oh. also made me think that there's going to be a more insidious thing where he's going to uh. off the family. He's going to use the gas mask for a different purpose, like uh, you know. And I'm like, "Wait a minute, is he going to is he going to like you know like off themselves because of, to avoid this like disaster in like in the end?" And I'm like, uh. oh, you, know, like you know, it's like so I thought that was a more insidious when he asked for that. Like, like, why do you, if, if a storm's coming, let's just say your, your storm is coming. Why do you, 
need a gas mask. And of course, you could say, well, the whatever the, the the rain is, it's some kind of biological thing, and maybe he's afraid of that, you know. But I'm like, I don't know. This seems this seems weird. Why he wants a gas mask? If that's the case, you better get like a like a hazmat suits, you know, instead of just you know, why don't you just get a hazmat suit? You can buy those. I thought you were gonna say the the Waco reference because oh yeah, Waco, with the they, gas they, mask. They, they, oh yeah, they yeah, the, with, the, with the kids. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, the kids make, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh no no no! That definitely came to mind. Like wait a minute! Like 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 the, like the kids couldn't come to like they, they couldn't get those for like the kids. Uh, let's see. The brother comes over, uh, and he yeah. gives a dog away to the brother. Yeah, that's a big. That's a, that's like weird. Like how do you give like I certainly have to have had that dog since he was like a like a pup. That's like a weird scene. But but like I said, because his paranoia is so strong now, he's got to get rid of the dog. And it's 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 so weird the way he gets with the whether it be the person or a dog. Like you need to get away from me now. I need to get. I, also, do you do you think it's because he thinks they're gonna hurt him? I, I assume it's because he thinks they they're gonna hurt him. Do you think he's afraid of hurting them back? Is that's the the problem too? I need to get away from these people because I don't want to hurt them. The dog, uh, Mitch. Oh boy. You think that's a possibility? And remember, like I said, paranoid schizophrenia. You have the, you run the risk of hurting somebody else because you think like oh it's like real, and then you wind up right. being, oh it's like you know I need to I need to stop them, I need to hurt them. Uh, let's see. So it's, again, it's raining and he sees the wife in the kitchen. Oh yeah. And, and, and that, and that's obviously a dream. Cause like it, yeah. it's, that goes back to that. She's wet. The, it's the rain. And obviously she also looked like she's dead too. She, she doesn't look, she looks, she's very pale. And, but the, the scene that's odd about this is she, there's like a knife behind her mm-hmm. and then she looks back at the knife and he looks at her and he's like, shakes his head. Like, no, like, you know, <laughs> in his lucid dream. He's like, no, no, no. Because obviously his mind's doing this, playing playing this out. And the thing about it is you don't want to think about this because you know what's going to happen. If your mind's doing this in your head, you know what's going to happen. But the, the dream cuts off before anything can happen. And it's odd, though, because he has a dream about the dog. The dog goes. He has a dream about Mitch, and Mitch yeah. goes. He has a dream about the wife, and she yeah. gets to stay. She gets a pass. But the pass. thing about that is because because it ends before either she does offs herself or she attacks uh, him. And that's why later on he's able to still be with her. And that's like she tells him, like, you know, like you had a dream about me then. She she realizes what's going on. Like, 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 do you do you want me near you? And I, th- and I think I think because in his lucidity, he's able to stop that. He, I think he gets out of the dream before that can happen, where she either kills herself or she goes after him. I assume that she's probably gonna attack him. And that's why he's like, Don't do it. Because like his brain's telling him subconsciously, don't do it. Because then that means like you're gonna I'm gonna have to get away from you. Only he had a totem and the kick. Uh, we, he wouldn't be in this mess. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Uh, let's see. So then the boss shows up, and the boss has found out that he quote oh, yeah. borrowed the equipment and is super upset and fires him from the job. I, 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 I'm assuming, and I can't remember. I'm assuming Mitch out outed him in this point. Is, is yes, that, is that what happens? He, yes, oh, he. Yeah. So he he says that Mitch outed him because Mitch because he removed Mitch from the, yeah, yeah, uh, the yeah. team. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah, yeah, which, yeah, yeah. So Mitch, but then it's like, it's, it's like, it's like a, you know, quote, you know, bitch move. Um, you know, it's like, yes, because he really doesn't know why he gets rid of Mitch. He doesn't know like what's going on with him. He just thinks it's all, oh, it's like this guy's like an a hole. Like, why is he doing? Why? And then he gets like, oh, I'm going to get revenge on him and, and, you know, and, and tell him, tell the boss what happened. Uh, he tells the wife that the boss has fired him and she slaps him. Uh, he gets a new counselor and he bails, which you mentioned already. 
and he's working on the plumbing and the shelter. He, he does actually pretty good uh, upgrades to the shelter. Though. He has a toilet. I mean, heck, I thought it would be true, true, true. But it, it's it's it, and, and I assume it's being done real fast too, so he doesn't have a chance to like make it like perfect. And that's what I'm saying. Like, it's not like a perfect shelter structure. Which it, let's put it this way, it's not like that. What was that one movie with uh, John Goodman? The uh, the that's based on that whole uh, the giant monster thing. Uh, what was it called? Something Covington Street or something like that. Well, it was like Cloverfield a, Lane. Cl- Cloverfield Lane. Yeah, it's a, it's like his was like really good, like high level. The the Zod's is like low level. <laughs> uh, so then the wife confronts him and, and says, "Hey, you've been acting weird. I, I was in one of your dreams, right?" And then, oh yeah. You know he admits to it. But then she has this detailed plan on how they're going to work through it. I mean, the, the 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 here's probably the only problem I have with their character. She's kind of flat. She's kind of like a one note. Uh, that's true. Uh, character, yeah. that always is, supportive, yeah. always for the most part. I mean, always supportive and loving. She has a plan uh, on how to how to make this right. They do that community lunch, and uh, Dewart's like See, that's uh, another weird food. thing. That's that's something that like they go like, what is this? What's going on here? Is this like a Mason type thing where y'all get to get everybody gets together? <laughs> it's a community lunch. What's wrong with you? What is? I don't know what that is. It the only like the only, church the only social. That, okay, so that reminds something about this. Is this similar to like when we used to buy a barbecue from the church? Is that? Oh like, yeah. We, but we didn't go. We just got it. We got the food. Like we should have. Yeah, but we should have. Yeah, you're right. We really should buy it and be eating it with like yes. it'd be social. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, you're yeah right. and that barbecue was good. Oh, oh yeah, I just got great. a flag. I got a flashback. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was great. Oh man, now I want some barbecue. Yeah. <laughs> and that lemon, the lemon bread, the barbecue, the uh, the. Oh. Uh, the the uh, the buttered uh, spinach and the uh, oh the, the what, no was it collard green probably collard greens no nah, I, I think it was spinach I think wow. it's, yeah th- there's a reason why I'm a fan of spinach nowadays and I believe it's because of that the buttered and, and you know it, you know, when you eat certain things when you're younger they they carry with you that that spinach that buttered spinach was really wow. good uh, <laughs> my barbecue now. So it could be uh, it could be like a Masons, like a yeah. Like a, that's what I was like. Uh, they call the it something lodge, the something like, a lodge, club. like the lodge, yeah, it's like the fire, like the, the what was it called? called the, the Elks Lodge, perhaps. <laughs> yeah, it's a club. The, oh, the Lion Club. See, like what is oh, yeah, the Lion see? Club? Yeah, the Masons or the Templars or yeah, the local chapter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and apparently uh, Mitch is low level because he's like the server. So like he's like a low level guy. So he confronts. Uh, uh, Curtis, and then they get into a fight. Yeah, it's a weird scene too because Mitch is really an a hole too. You know, it's yeah, like, you know, for sure. Wait, dude, you like this family's here. Everybody's yeah. eating here. There's families. Everybody, they're friends, and, not, and you and you're fighting him. Come on, man. Yeah, like, take it outside. Take it, take it outside. Yeah, yeah, talk, yeah like, too. why are you doing this? And he, well, obviously, he tells him. He's like, like, why are you like, dude? Why are you yeah. doing this here? Like, you know, yeah. he doesn't tell me. Tell me, you know. Uh, and then, but then uh, Curtis goes off the deep end and he tells him oh, about the yeah. prophecy. Oh yeah, he yeah he has this is like that's what this is what I call like the, his Nick Cage moment where like he just starts like such <laughs> yelling at everybody. It's uh, coming, it's coming. Uh, let's see, we see him working on the car, and then Hannah goes off into the street. He runs after her, and then we have that I think probably a poor CGI scene that we didn't need. We oh, with the birds, the bird. yeah. yeah, the bird formation, and they fly through them, and then they start yeah, dropping dead. Obviously a dream too. It's obviously a. Uh, yeah, because then the siren wakes him up, and then they have to go to the shelter. So yeah. it's kind of weird, though, because is and that are a dream? percent that the whole shelter scene is oh, also shoot. reality, or is that also a dream, too? Though? That's what I just said. Is, yeah. it, is that a dream, or is that real? Yeah. Is there possible, like, a minor storm that does come? I mean, I mean, we know that the area they live in obviously does have tornadoes and storms, because they would not. you would not have a shelter if yeah, you, but, you don't have those occasionally. 
but, but it's been, like you said, it's been years since yeah, you've had one. Yeah. So, I mean, the, the thing is literally locked with the with the key initially. Yeah. So it's been like probably decades, like you said. So it, yeah, I mean, that it, might, it, it might just be a dream. Yeah, that oh, might just shoot. be a dream. And I was like, I kind of associate all the water stuff with any storm and water stuff as being a dream. Do we, I, I probably have to go back and look at it again. Do we know if there's really any rain or clouds during quote unquote, the waking moments of the story? I don't think there is. I don't oh. think there is. In fact, so that, in, the initial scene, in fact, in the initial scene where he sees like the, like the, the storm and the, uh, the, uh, uh, um, the, the, the water, the, the oily water, yeah. the next day it's completely devoid of clouds. It's like completely yeah. clear. So it's like, Oh, obviously that was a dream. It's like, Oh, okay. So yeah, I don't think there's any storms at any point in this movie. Although I think doesn't the boss mention, "Hey, you had a your rain delay for two hours." I don't think it's that bad, though. but I think he gets mad at him for saying, "Like, wait, like, what do you mean? Like, it wasn't yeah. that, like like you should you should have done more work. You only you only did that. Like, it was it wasn't that big of a deal." You're right. This probably is a dream too. They go to the shelter and they they why do they like totally just put the masks on willingly? You're right. It's yeah, I'm like, wait a minute. Are we gonna get off here? Is this like a yeah? Like 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 breathe in, like breathe it in. It's got to be a dream because they they all put so they put the gas mask on and they put the oh, oxygen tank on. Also, a little Hannah. inception. It's like a dream in a dream too because he wakes up in, like in the dream, like oh, she wakes him up shoot. in the dream. Yeah, this is. I'm thinking this got to be a dream now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, level two, probably a level two dream. Yeah, he's in. The, yeah, the level three is he wakes up from the dream and she's like, "There's nothing out there. It's over." Like, yeah. They fall asleep. He wakes up and goes to the door. Um, and then Samantha wakes him up. Yeah. So here's a weird, here, you're right. Here's a weird scene here because he wakes up and goes to the door and feels the door for, I guess, yeah. the pressure or sound or anything. Or he hears and he hears and feels a storm and he's yeah. telling them, Hey, don't you feel it? Don't you hear it? Yeah. But be, so, so he goes to the door and feels the door and then. Samantha wakes him up and he's back in that room again. It could also be an, a paranoid schizophrenic outburst that he's having. And maybe the wife's just going along with him, like this whole situation, like there's a storm, let's get, let's get in the shelter. And she's going along with it. And then in the end, she finally gives up and says, you know what? There's nothing out there, man. We need to go out. You know, we, I'm going to let, we let you play it out. your this, this thing you're having, but we need to get out of the shelter now. Cause there's nothing out there. And so the, the moment of truth, quote unquote, comes when she tells him to open a door. Right, right. And he's saying, you do it. And she's like, if I do it, that's not going to solve your pro your mental true, problem. True, very you true. You have very, to do yeah. it because yeah. then you're going to accept reality for what it is and not this thunderstorm uh, yeah. episode that you've been uh, having. Uh, oddly enough, again. she has a very like high level therapist, ther like therapist, like uh, mentality. She must have had, she must have took up like, uh, like, <laughs> uh, like she must have had some like, what do you, what do you call like the classes for like when you're like going to be a therapist, like a psychology, like psychology at the junior, at the junior yeah, college. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Junior yeah. College. Well, I mean, you know, you don't know if she was in, you know, she took some college classes like that. Psychology 101. Uh, so she's like, I can't do it. It has to be you. And then he yeah. opens it up and obviously it's a, it's a clear day and people are cleaning up their yards and and it's over. Yeah. Um, but, so quote, it was probably rainy. It's probably like a, a a brief rainstorm that passed. But I feel like in his mind, he probably had this the outburst. He thought it was a storm of all storms. Got them into the shelter and they went along with it because he's, oh, dad's going, you know, dad's fit, having a fit. Let's just go there. And, then, and, and the wife doesn't want to scare the daughter. So it's like, oh, you know, dad's playing the game. Let's go, you know, let's go into the shelter. Um, so they go to the, yeah, it's a little maybe inconsistent, especially with this next scene, which probably supports your, your, uh, your idea that this is all now part of his, uh, psychotic break. 
um, where they go to the therapist and the therapist says, Hey, you're going to need, you know, medic, the appropriate medication yeah. and you're going to need to go to a residential facility for a while oh, to, yeah. get bit, to get treated. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But, he's he's, he's going to be uh, institutionalized, which I thought was pretty yeah. off, right off the bat was, and it's literally saying that you got a serious problem. It's not just, you know, you don't tell somebody you're going to be institutionalized as you know, therapist unless they believe you really are showing those super strong symptoms. Yeah, you have to go to a residential treatment facility. However, go to Myrtle Beach. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. Yeah, sense. you know what? I'm, you know, my week's not going to matter. Just just go out there and party it out for a little bit. You know, you're right. You're right. You would be like, yes, I. You know, as a doctor, I feel you should be institutionalized now. You, you're a threat. Now. You're right, though. You don't tell somebody. You know, especially since since Samantha already had use for that Myrtle Beach money. I think she was going to get use it to extend the insurance and try to get the right. the, the cochlear implants. Yeah, so yeah. you're right. It is it, it, weird. Yeah. It is weird. Yeah, yeah. They, they do kind of explain the oh, like you know, if we, if we could if we could do this real fast, we can get the insurance money like within two weeks. We can you know get. It. But you're right though. Why would you even thinking about any vacation? The doc, the therapist would have been like, we need to immediately get you into yeah. uh, to institutionalizing. It wouldn't be like take yeah, just go out, go out to the beach. You know, it, it's cool. So either bad writing or this is the part of the dream or the or no, the I think it's, no, yeah, no, yeah, I think I, 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 yeah, I think this is the his brain cracking and yeah, you're right. It's probably like the dream segment, and the therapist is probably telling him, "Hey, you need to be institutionalized now." But in his mind, he's seeing it as like, "No, no, no, just go out to the beach," you know. So they go to Myrtle Beach. He's playing with Hannah, and then Hannah's the first one to see it, and then he sees it, and then Samantha sees it, and it's these cl- these cloud storms. What is it? That's called the water uh, spouts, I believe. Water, called. Yeah, water spouts or monsoon water spouts. Uh, water spouts, I think, it's, and it's all going to become like a yeah, typhoon. Like a, yeah, yeah, typhoon or something. Like that. But it, you can see the water spouts starting to, and they're becoming tornadoes. Once they hit the ground, they'll become a tornado. Uh, and then so he's like. You know, non-verbally saying, "All right, let's get to my shit." Like, let's get to my shelter. I was right all along, and then yeah, so yeah, yeah. Samantha nods uh, in acceptance, and then we have the oil rain. We see the again the storm and the tornadoes, and then they're gonna go out, and uh, that's how we end. Yeah, well, that's like it. I said, though, the ending isn't that. See, the ending it ends abruptly, though. It ends with the crack, like I said, like I mentioned before. It ends with the crack of thunder, and then it goes to black. And in my my opinion, because it's it's not it, it's like oh no, that's that's his mind snapping. That's his that's his mind snapping right there. That's it's it's, it's not a you know, it's 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 not reality. There's no superstorm you know coming up with with you know maybe had they put the not put the uh, the oily water there and stuff like that, it would have made more sense. Like oh okay, you know because the odds are you know you know Myrtle Beach you know you know they get storms like that. Although wouldn't you have known that's coming? You know with technology and the news that we have. Don't are we warned about these things like like weeks in advance nowadays? Do we know? But we don't know what time this takes place too, though, right? Well, I assume it's got to be. It's got to assume it's to twenty eleven. It's got to be the same time as the movies made. It's not. It can't be like like seven like nineteen seventy five. But they don't mention email. It's not the eighties. It ain't the seventies. Does, anyone, the have a, does that, anyone have a cell phone? I don't see anyone yeah, can with we, a cell yeah, phone or email. Yeah, that's good. You know what? You're right though. Nobody does have. But wait, do they? Say, is there a cell phone? You're right. Yeah. There's no cell phones. This could be maybe you're right. Seventies. No, maybe? it's not the seventies. It's not the seventies because you wouldn't know from the clothing. <laughs> I mean, come on, there's like you know. If, she makes if you clothing, that, probably. If you're gonna say that, that 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 would that's what I would call bad. What's 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 it? What is the person that's supposed to put all like the to make the time period look re- realistic? Like the that's bad on set their designer. Part. <laughs> set designer, but it's also like a continuity. Continuity. It's oh, not yeah. if if you don't have like that like realism. It's you know if I don't see a movie and it doesn't look the seventies, it's not the seventies. Uh, so I. 
You know, I thought I enjoyed it, but now you're kind of making it. I, you're ruin, I think you're ruining I, it for me. I, I, I didn't dislike the movie, <laughs> but I thought the movie was exactly what it is. It's about a guy who's descent into paranoid schizophrenia. That's like the descent, and it's just showing you how it could look. Like this is the yeah. this is what the, this is what's going to look like, you know. So to me, that's that's all it was. You know, it's like okay, you know, it's a sad movie. It's kind of scary. They make it out to be more like oh, it's a science fiction, it's a thriller, but really, it's just a descent into madness, if one may say. You know. Huh. Okay. Uh, I thought that it was going to go both ways, and I thought I thought initially, definitively, which now I think I'm going to rescind, but I thought definitively it was saying that it's like a he has he's the the uh, the power of second sight. Is so what you're, I thought so was you're going with the, the and I mentioned this earlier, the, the literal. The, the frailty uh, yeah. uh, uh, route. Yeah, I thought literal it was he has the power, but now that I'm hearing your 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 explanation of how you perceived it, yeah. I'm beginning to think that you're right. There's there's too many inconsistencies with reality and uh, and the dream aspect that it blurs. I mean, I mean, blurs. I mean, and like the overriding theme of this is schizophrenia. I mean, that, I mean, that's the, it's like the, like, wait a minute. Schizophrenia is like, it's, he's, the, you know, the writer, director's telling you, schizo, you know, the guy, you know, the family has schizophrenia. It's like, you know, in order for you to, to me to embrace a whole different theory, you, you can't introduce that initially. So it's just, it's, I just can't, I can't get away from that. It's like, wait a minute. You can't make me believe he's some kind of like, uh, you know, uh, seven son of a seven son that he has the ability of foresight, but and then say he's schizophrenic. You can't do that. So if it's a movie about schizophrenia and oh, yeah. and and the episodes associated with it, I probably would have preferred it not ending with the with the with the all the way he goes all overboard, and we get to see the perspective that he this is his psychotic break, and he's now embraced this yeah. uh, this uh, this premonition. I, yeah. It also doesn't make sense for me. I guess the whole ecological thing. Why? Why the ecological? I think that I, I think that was an insert. That might have been like a self insert by the writer. It's maybe, sure. maybe, maybe he's a, maybe he's an environmentalist. Maybe, you know, you don't know. Yeah, I don't like that. Don't get preachy. Like, don't preach to me. I want to watch your you movie. Know, don't preach you know, to me. That's that's. Oh, I mean, come on! Isn't that the way all movies are to a certain degree? Unless it's unless it's the character is doing that oil drilling. And and harming, I don't and think he's the, harming the environment. I don't and think so they're. That's, oil, that's his, the thing is they're not they're not oil drilling. See, that's it. That's initially I thought they were doing that, but I think I think they're just testing the the ground. They're not oil drilling because that would initially when you see them like wait a minute are they are they like setting up like an oil thing? But they're yeah. they're not doing. That's the one thing that they're not doing. So you can't say mm-hmm. that because then it would actually make more sense to the dream. Like oh the oil coming out, you yeah. know like the environment they're messing it up. Yeah. No no they're they're not oil. They're they're just testing okay. the soil. And I assume this is the, the job. Are they going to do like terraforming? Is that, uh, unfortunately, it's on Earth. They should be on other planets doing that. <laughs> how do you know they're on Earth? Jake and Bake Colony. What's the evidence? How do you know they're on Earth? Earth? <laughs> this may be like a simulation, like as, as they're going, like as they're on the Sula- uh, Sulaco <laughs> class. Uh, no, they could be on LV426. You never know. Ooh, there you go. Uh, all right, let's get to this wham doc. I almost feel like we probably should have started this earlier because I'm kind of tired now, so oh, okay, I'm be less energetic for us. But let's uh do that final beer. I'll oh, yeah, some uh classic wham stuff here. Are you playing their most classic of all classic songs? Are you playing the uh, no, no, I'm not. You're not gonna <laughs> play not. that? That's like that's not that's not on the list. <laughs> This is probably one of their, uh, besides Careless Whisper, of course, this is probably one of their... Uh, and, and that's what I was referring to. 
I mean, there's I, no I, there's no more iconic song that's associated with the Wham. But the weird thing, here's a weird thing. I don't know why, because I'm not like I'm. You know, I, I admit this. I'm not the biggest Wham fan. I, and, and I was when Wham came out initially when I was a kid, teenager. I was not, I was a very unreceptive to the band. That's yeah. just, uh, uh, to be politically yeah. correct. I yeah. was very unreceptive. I was yeah. very anti Wham. Yeah. Um. Oh wait, I'm gonna interrupt this song because this this wasn't number one that year. I'm gonna put the number oh, one yeah. song. Oh yeah, oh yeah, that's like the other word, the, the ego. Like the weird thing with the uh, with with Yog and the uh, the uh, the ego. Wait, we only hit number two with that. This is a great song though, and he is in it. It's Christmas time. Oh, the number you mean the number one song? <laughs> yeah, I, I took off the number two song to put the yeah, number yeah, one yeah. song. Like like I messed up. <laughs> oh, this is a great song. Come on, let's be it honest. was. It was. Although I wasn't a big fan of it because, because uh, you know, it, it wasn't really a big fan. Of it, but it really was the, the song that inspired every all the competition. You know, the Amer- obviously, the Americans made one. Dio made one. <laughs> oh. I'll tell you one thing. I know this song so well. Whoever's singing in it, I know who it is. Really? You know, it's funny because I think this is like circa maybe 1983, 84. You know what's so weird? The Tap isn't in this. The only voice that I I recognize for a fact, and gosh, in a band that I can't stand now, but as a kid I did like because of a couple because of a couple albums that he put out, and that's Bono. And because oh yeah, because yeah, his, his annoying voice rings out in there at a certain point. Yeah, no, Boy George, I can tell. Uh, Simon oh, yeah, LeBon yeah. from Duran Duran, I can I don't tell. Think I, I don't think I recognize Simon LeBon. It's a great song. Here's your, here's Bond. <laughs> <laughs> that annoying voice. There you go. <laughs> there, yeah, that little <laughs> And you see him, you see him saying that in the video, you see him doing the, like the, the part. So, you know, oh, it's Bono. Oh, <laughs> and bear in mind, mm. I like, bo- I like boy and war. So I can, you know, I, and I admit that. Uh, all right. What's the last pour? The last call for today. The last one is, gosh, what's it called? Neo, ne- neonic? Yeah. I would say neonic. Neonic sour ale with orange Julius. Huh? Ooh, uh, I do love those uh, orange Juliuses. But it says Orange Julius Dreams. If I'm not yes. reading that right, what does that mean? I'm not sure what that means. What, is, what does that mean? I think it's going to have like uh, probably milk, sugar, and orange in it. Maybe oh. a little bit of vanilla, perhaps. I do like the orange. Orange Julius is an old school uh, drink. Was super sweet, dude. <laughs> you know, super sweet. But 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 it was basically it was like a less acidic version of an orange orange uh, juice. That's like Orange Bang and Orange Julius. Were those the same? Were they the same? Yeah, I think they were. I think so, right? Yeah, yeah, I think they like were. Kind of like yeah. They put like a little lactose probably in the in the juice, probably. Those things are so sweet, man. <laughs> oh no, those are great. Uh this is the shop beer company. Uh again, this is another Arizona beer company. Oh boy, I can't yeah. receive. It's a 5.1 ABV sour ale with orange, vanilla, and milk sugar. Boom, I nailed that. Okay, so lactose. I was right. Lact so lactose, so much like the the actual orange Julius. <laughs> Do you smell it smells oranges and yeah, yeah, definitely sure. smell oranges. Yeah. All right, here we go. Cheers. Was it? Oh yeah, that's an orange bang. Wow, it's a little more sour. It's a little more sour than an orange. But it is a it is a sour ale. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, but definitely has orange. Lots of oranges in there. Getting some childhood uh, flashbacks with this stuff at the mall. 
He used to get these at the mall all the time. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Although I think maybe, before that, prior to the mall, I think they had like little outlets that you can you can actually get it at. And then they started putting them in like, eh, we're small. Let's put them in the mall. Yeah, I think uh, Lucky Boys had like a like an Orange Bang uh, oh, machine. Man, yeah, so maybe Lucky hard. Boys might have Orange Bang. Shoot, I don't even remember that because I think I, I think you know Lucky Boys had there was we had specific wow. food that we bought there. You know, it, because as kids we couldn't afford the full uh, a hamburger meal, so we we get the fries. And then yeah. you get like a soda, and that would be it. Then you then you spend the rest of your money on asteroids, asteroids, <laughs> or Galaxian. Did they? Or Galaxian? They Galaxian no, Galaxian was at the uh, another place. The, the, they had uh, asteroids. The first machine they ever had that I remember playing there was asteroids, the original. Star Castle, maybe at some point. No, did no. not have Star Castle. Reserve, Reserve? Star Castle was at the hamburger stand that was closer closer to our house. The cellophane with the cellophane for the, the cellophane. Like the you can just like you can peel it off, and there would also be like cig- <laughs> like cigarette burns in the cellophane. Oh. Like, uh, all right, let's do uh, Wham. My my first note is uh, Andrew is Joey and uh, George is Wheels. My uh, <laughs> first note here. Yeah, that yeah that I didn't see. I mean, obviously, I mean this is replayed over and over, and kind of I'm gonna say kind of ad nauseum that the ringleader is Andrew. He's definitely the ringleader, which is so odd because like oh the tides have turned, and like and then you know Yog becomes like the main guy. Well, it sounds like Andrew just wanted to party and have fun and be in a oh, band. Oh, absolutely. And absolutely. Be, wants to be a prolific superstar. Absolutely. Absolutely. One's an actual, not to be mean, one's an artist, and the other is more like, hey, we're having fun. That's, we're yeah. young. We're young. Let's have fun. It's a, you know, and I'll say this, I, I enjoyed it for the nostalgia factor for it, but I would say it's kind of a, a one note, like a one trick pony. Yeah. Uh, I want to know about. Go ahead. I'll tell. I'll tell you what. You probably know more about this than I do because I, I, you know, I have very little knowledge of George Michael and and, and Wham. So, I, so to me, there there was a lot of uh, stuff in here that was like, oh, 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 okay, and especially stuff about the sexuality part. And uh-huh. we, we talked about this. They know they like, oh, like you know, like were, were they lovers? And 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 I yeah. feel like this does clarify that whole that whole aspect about that. Well, I don't think it does. <laughs> no, I don't. No, I, no, no. I think it. I think it absolutely does. No, you got to. So the, here's the these one are two thing guys that, that I believe really would have said. And even though we do find out at a certain point that Andrew does tell George, George, don't talk about that. And in fact, I think it's also the uh, the oh, yeah. the one of the other uh, the, one of the females in the band at the time. I think Shirley. I think they're like, no, 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 George, don't don't talk about that. I I I. I I, I do feel that they're pretty honest about like their sexuality at this point. I mean, sure, I'm sure Andrew doesn't care anymore. He's like, what? You know, he's, he's an old man. Why would he care about like, yeah, I you know we messed around. Come on. I think that unfortunately, since this is almost told exclusively through his POV, that this is not going to be very. You don't objective. think George would have mentioned anything about that? You don't think he would have said like that no. I had a crush on him? He never really no. says I have a crush on him. No, no I think, uh, I think George Michael. I think it was just two, I think guy. it was two good friends. That were got together, and you know, and obviously they had different sexual preferences. I mean, at least in my mind, I see that. But they were just two bros, two bros together making you know pop music, you know, disco rap at the time. And they didn't even mention disco rap, which is weird. And, and gosh, I'm not gonna. I'll tell you right now, I'm not a big fan of like the, those real old school songs, with the exception of Careless Whisper, like the original that demo tape that I'd never heard before, which is cool. But I'm, I am not a fan of that Wham rap and uh, and in the uh, what's the other Tropicana, one? Tropicana. Was it Tropicana that was on there? Tropicana, I actually don't mind. Actually, Tropicana, 
because there's like a whole story about the Tropicana that being like, oh, this is the pop version. Like, oh, wait, 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 you guys aren't punk like like uh, like the the youth, and you're not telling us like about your struggles. I, I like that. Uh, let's see. We can start out with that home movie footage of them. Oh yeah, I guess they Lots of some celebrity at this point because they're they're kind of telling the origins. Um. Kind of has like that one spinal tap moment, like when we met, like and they're like playing, and so it's like kind of like all oh, like all the way home. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, that, that that's that, that's it. It's cool because they have the audio of that too, and they're like, but okay, now now here's what I'm talking about. Like they there, there's a lot of disagreement on how how they saw things. George says when, like when we started our ska band, which is so weird, ska band. I guess because of the time the yes. late '70s ska was kind of like an in thing in England. They, George is like, we sucked. You know, we, we were, we were, and then Andrew's like, we weren't bad. So, like, so they saw things like very differently. But then but again, like, Andrew, like, like Joey like, though, like Joey would say, yeah, yeah. we're awesome. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And, jo- and George saw like, dude, we were awful. Like, because you're not the musician. I'm the, I saw the music. It was awful. Uh, Georgios Pana. I can't even, pronounce, I wouldn't be able to pronounce it. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I didn't even, Pana I didn't even Yoto. bother put it. Pana, I, I just Pana, said like, Yogg sounds Yoto. way better. There's a reason why he calls him that. So he gets to school and uh, and he's slightly porky is the way they're just, he's yeah. describing. And- yeah. And we see the photos. The photos are like an odd, like he's like a, well, when he's really young, he's, he's a cute kid when he's young, George. But when he gets older, he's such a kid. He gets like a gawky, like. An awkward like a, stage. Like awkward. Yeah. Very uh, perm <laughs> hairstyle, like kind of overweight. He's not the guy, the man that's going to like, you know, perform. The gorgeous, uh, the beautiful, like, like, beautiful yeah. blue eyes. Those that that the, the, you know everything. Everything. Yeah, I, I, you know, I, you know, I admit this. George Michael is one of the one of the better looking men on this planet or at one time. You know that five o'clock shadow beard. Yeah, five going. o'clock shadow. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like I need, I need a number like one on my on my beard. To, yeah, might be it might be just drawn in probably. It looked, looked too perfect. It yeah, looked too perfect. Too, you're right. It was too uh, tattooed on his face. <laughs> Uh, so when he gets to school, I guess the teacher says, "Who's going to look after the uh, to Yog?" And uh, and Andrew volunteers. This is where I, this is where I feel like the watchers looking over them, like, in, like oh yeah, one, like oh yeah, like moment. well, it's it's all about fate. Like they mentioned that, like yeah. that moment. Without that moment in time, there's no wham. Nope. Maybe there's a, maybe there's a George Michael that pops up later on. He maybe he might you know maybe he does he doesn't follow his father's path and he becomes like a solo artist. But this is what makes them wham. Yeah. The watchers uh, uh, looking at this moment here. This is the uh, the butterfly effect too. This is like the butterfly effect. Uh, they're joining at the hip. Their first band's called the Executive. It's a ska band. Um, All the way home, home, home. <laughs> That's what you said, right though. It literally June, is like that old. Like, like, do you remember our first song? Like, let's see. So they're when they're dancing at the clubs because apparently they go to the clubs and they dance all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Andrew starts saying, starts singing, "Wham, I am Wham, the man." <laughs> I am and, the man. And uh, now, 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 bear in mind, I can see why you would you would think that Andrew might be gay, because this is something like you know I would never do like in a club. I would never yeah. like go on the go out and start dancing. You know, and George was very uh, flamboyant in his dancing. I could never do that, but but because they were like bros, they just like it was like no no dude, we did this is the way we dance, man. Come on. Uh, let's see. So they said, Hey, wham, that's a good name for a band. And so yeah. they start cutting demos much like wheels and, uh, and the zit <laughs> remedy. <laughs> they only have one song. <laughs> they actually come up with three songs. Like we got three songs, man. We're better. 
Hey, if Will's parents hadn't died, they would have cut. They would have cut more down. I don't think so. They, they they literally practiced that one song for five years. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they do the they do the demo at seventeen eighteen. Uh, they do a very early Careless Whisper oh, demo yeah. that they play, yeah. and it's a much different song. Yeah, yeah it's a much it's cool song. though. That that's cool hearing that. Wow. How weird is it back in the day where you can cut a demo and then you go to all the record labels that you want, you can get in there and talk to the man. Like how, like that's unheard of. And also the other side note too, this also plays that whole, like you have to know somebody to, to really, oh, yeah. you know, and they, and of course, you know, they live in this area apparently that has like a young producer, you know, like yep. it's like, well, okay. So you do have a foot in there already. Mark Dean, he signs them. So at seven and eighteen, they've signed a, a deal. That's yeah. That's a but we do find out later that this deal was, man, that dude really was an a hole, though. <laughs> like it's like the colonel, like the like the colonel. Yeah, that right? guy was really bad. I think I want to say he's still alive because in the video, I think he's still like alive. And the, when they show the footage, he's still alive. So man, that dude really was bad, though. Um, so they separate the history of the band into these scrapbooks that apparently Andrew's oh, yeah, yeah, mom yeah. had yeah, uh, yeah. created. So that's the yeah. kind of our mechanism, our story, our storytelling device. There's a bunch the, of uh, them. I think there's gonna be like a few of them. There's like four. I think it's like forty something at the end. <laughs> uh, they bring on two obligatory girls that because they need to have some women in the band. That's Shirley Andrews and DC Lee, and I actually remember them. I, I actually remember them more than I do. At, at some point, they they replaced DC with another uh, singer. But but yes, it, it's it, yeah. It's like but I remember I remember DC more. I don't know why. Maybe maybe because the uh, back because the videos or whatnot. But I remember her being more prominent. Uh, they do the, all those funky dance moves they're doing. <laughs> uh, oh, this so is, they, here's another contradiction too. When they talk about the why they brought in DC and Shirley, and then and then uh, uh, Yog George says, "Oh yeah, you know that that the, at the time we were into Human League." You know, like they're oh, like yeah. a great band, and they oh, were yeah. they were doing Human League, and then Andrew's like, like no, like I like I didn't care that much for Human League, and they and they weren't doing Human League. That's funny. You're right. The disagreement on that. Yeah, it was like a disagreement. Like, wait a minute. Like, no. So they're performing at dance clubs now. Uh, I don't see Andrew doing too much. Honestly, it's all it really is all George and kind of oh, Andrew. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm th- I, th- I think we've talked. We've we've joked about this too in the past, though. Like, 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 what did Andrew do? <laughs> um, I mean, well, other than other than push. George into the other than push him in the spotlight, which he does yeah. do, you know, other than being the catalyst for George, George Michael, he really, you know, doesn't, you know, so inspiration, they, I guess. But they make it seem like this was not a, a, a contentious situation that, that Andrew, allowed, and then I think he literally says that, like, I allowed him to have the spotlight. It's it kind of a weird, it's kind of weird. I think I, so. I'm not, yeah, I almost feel like uh, I, 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 I Michael would tell the story differently. I got the impression more it was like George is going to do what George George is going to do what George is going to do, and like what, what am I going to say? I can't say it. It's like you know, it's like it, it's, you know, I, you know. But how can you when George is a, is a talent? You can't yeah. like, if you know George. I mean, a talent, I mean, he knows say? that though. He knows it. Like he knows it. Like you know, it's called coattails. <laughs> yeah, I think. But called. but even Andrew knows that at some point he's done. This is mentioned like several times. Like I, like I know my time is done. Like my my time is coming to an end. Especially all those annoying interviews, man, that he has to like deal with that that are a constant thing with telling about like, hey, what's gonna happen when George goes off and and, and you're gonna be sitting yeah. there with nothing? And it's like geez, it's awkward. Man. Yeah, they're yeah, awkward. Very, awkward. Lots of awkward that and sexuality were extremely awkward because you can see those looks in the face. They zoom in like in George's face, 
Yeah. And in fact, at one point, like Andrew's like, no, no, we no, no, we no, no, we don't care about the girls. And George gets like Andrew gets frustrated with the questions. But I think it's a little, I mean, obviously it is one-sided storytelling. True. And so Andrew's true. saying he's graceful in in the in the true, up true, the group, true. But is he true. really? I mean, come on. We can only go with the uh, with the last stuff that George said. Like there, there's no rebuttal. Like, well, you remember that one time, Andrew, yeah. when we had a fight, and you were yeah. like, you didn't want to let go. You are you wanted more royalty <laughs> from the band. Yeah. So yeah, you're right though. We don't hear about the royalties because you know Andrew. Andrew's got to be getting a, a large chunk of royalty. Oh yeah. Now I'm not saying now I'm not saying he's getting anything from George's other stuff, but. He, he knows he's like anything that's come out from Wham. He's getting a big portion of that. Uh, let's see, George Michael. So George is the English version of his uh, Greek name. Uh, Michael comes from the surname of one of the dad of the friend. The yeah, one it's of the like, yeah, it's just like a, it's a it's a random yeah. guy. It's like oh, Mike. Oh, Michael sounds English. It's like it's a very Anglo-Saxon name. I shall take that. Uh, it just is so weird. They release Young Guns. And it tops out at forty two, and they're yeah. like they're disappointed. But I'm thinking, man, these are kids making a record. Well, you, you're right. You're and, right. Like, what, what's some? I think I'm missing something here. You're right because the Wham rap doesn't even chart. That doesn't even make top one hundred. So like, and then you go from not even charting to going to forty two. Yeah, what's going but, on here? But see, if, the, if you remember now, this goes back to back in the day, back to when the set late seventies and eighties, the my six ninety, it was top forty radio. You had to be in the top forty to be replayed over and over again to get that 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 circulation. So if you're forty two, guess what? You're you're cut out. So they had to be top forty, and they didn't make top forty. You don't get the uh, Casey Kasem love. You don't get you're that. Top nope. 40. Yes, yes, <laughs> Casey Kasem. You don't get that. <laughs> if, if you, is that so weird? How we have like an obligatory number? Like, what if it was top thirty or top fifty? Yeah. It's, it's yeah. so weird. Like, nope. And I assume that it's like a science to this. So we 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 have a certain amount of of, of singles we can play. In this time period, so it's oh, got to yeah. be forty. Yeah, the duration of the show. There, exactly. Do forty like, makes it's got to be forty. Can be thirty. Thirty. It's got or fifty. It's got to be forty. Uh, let's see. And then, and then, and then gosh, I'm again. This is mind boggling. How out of the blue they get a call because yeah, uh, there's a lot of that, they see, had a lot going on of there. Help. They had a yeah, lot of helping here. hands. Fate, Talk karma, the fate. <laughs> The yeah, watcher. exactly. The weird thing about <laughs> it, watcher. I know what Top of the Pop. I, I know, I you know, and I'm like, wait a minute, Top of the Pops? That's literally, that's basically, that's the English version of the American Bandstand. You know, you know, our, our soul train. That's like, you get on there and you're pretty much destined for fame. So, and, and, and of course, the, you know, history shows. Uh, so they, so Top of the Pops contacts them that their artist has backed out and they want yeah. a substitute. And so for some reason, Wham, who, who hasn't charted on Top 40 yet, they want well, Wham to be yeah. on the show. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which, which probably, um, maybe they're getting calls from the producer. Maybe oh, yeah. Like, hey, we got somebody. If somebody drops out, give them a chance. You know, they're guys good looking. They're good looking dudes. Two guys, you know, but throw them on there. I think there's a bunch of nepotism going on here. The the the, uh, oh, the, absolutely. the producers absolutely. probably oh, saying, "Hey, Dad, right. uh, I need a favor by putting exactly. Put that's the a possibility. That's a strong high. That's that's a very high possibility. Yes. So let's take a look at some of the acts they show in Top of the Pops. The Beatles. Mm. Oh yeah. Wonder. Oh the yeah. Rolling Stones. Oh yeah. David Bowie. Yeah. Queen, and then your favorite, Elton John. And John, yeah, with a, a reoccurring, uh, yes. uh, Elton John. It's so so. It makes no sense how you can have these A level, these A level uh, performers. True. And then you have Wham, who's not even B, C, D, or E. But level. it's like I said, though, it's it's similar to American Bandstand and the and the Soul Train, where 
every once in a while they pull pull somebody in, you know, like you know, like gosh, Soul Train had like Prince on there. Yeah, you know, it's like every once in a while you get somebody and you pull them in and they wind up blowing up. And so they do the performance of Young Guns, and then that pro- propels. It's that. like a whole like theatrical dance number too, though. It's kind of funny. Like George has like I actually prefer George's prior that that Rob Halford biker look that he has. He got the leather vest on, the <laughs> Levi's. As opposed to like the the whole sportswear thing is awful. Mm-hmm. Like, come on, that's a good dance. Uh, club, oh yeah, yeah. Club. And they choreograph. Apparently, must it's a it's <laughs> they must tell like the camera guys. The camera guys are going back and forth. <laughs> They're like pointing, like, like yeah, like like switch over here, like camera three. <laughs> I mean, at the minute, it, it is very catchy. Got it, man, 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 man. I hated this as a kid. <laughs> Uh, let's see. So then they're making their way up. They do bad boys. They're going to Ibiza for Club Tropicana, and then uh, and then so we so we get all the history of Wham, and then we get the the side story oh, of uh, also Yogan. the Wham rap that didn't chart at one hundred. It recharts at number eight, which is like whoa! It goes straight the power of Top of the Pops. Oh yeah, I guarantee you. When this documentary came out, the the Amazon uh, Spotify demand for oh Wham absolutely absolutely gone crazy oh, this yeah. week. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's well, that's way. That's what, you know. It's it's like when the last Alvis movie came out. You know, Alvis mm-hmm. like rose up to the top of the charts. Oh yeah. Uh, let's see. Yaw comes out to being gay to Andrew and the girlfriend. Couldn't tell his dad. Uh, and then so the, so Andrew's telling the story of how the guy that he affectionately knows as Yogg is transforming and slowly into this George Michael persona, pop star, pop icon, pop God uh, persona. Yeah. There's also like, I'm sorry to to break your trance about, there's also like there's this sub weird subtext that the critics started hating them because they changed their message of their songs where it was like this like rappy, poppy, like teen angst fighting against the system and then their music started to change, where it's like, wait a minute, why aren't you guys doing this? Like now you're sellouts now. Like they were meant to be like some kind of weird punk type of like like a political story. And George hated that, which I which I actually like, which I actually admire. Like the fact, like, wait a minute, I'm not gonna play your role. I'm gonna do what I want to do. So I actually I admire I actually like that when he said that. And George Michael has done that throughout his career. I like that. Look at the content of his albums and how you have an album like uh, like Faith, and Faith really kind of brought him back into the spotlight and won a ton of Grammys, and yeah. and he was known for that album. And people, when he did the follow up of, uh, I think Listen Without Prejudice was after that. Uh, it's the 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 tonal quality of of Faith is not mirrored in Listen Without Prejudice. They're they're, they're completely different albums. And yeah. he becomes more, and we talked about this, he becomes more soulful. Oh, yeah. More yeah. introspective and reflective. And the songs kind of reflect this, 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 you know, this somberness that he's going through in his life. Mm-hmm. And then when we get to older, man, that, man, that even tears at you more. And so it becomes more soulful and pensive more than, hey, the Wham Rap's about dancing, you know. Well, so, well, it was more about dance too. Like I said, like like the critics at the time, they liked it because it was kind of like a punk rap. It was like, oh, these guys are being social conscious. Rebels. Now they're going to be the arbiters of of, of social <laughs> commentary. And George is like, no, like no, I'm going to do Club Tropicana. I'm going to do like a, a poppy song where we're just laying on the beach. Like, and they're like, no, oh, you sold out now. Oh, <laughs> it's like, what do? You, gosh, man, I mean, it's so weird because, and and it's like 
we see this a lot nowadays, but th- this is happening back in the day, like late seven, early eighties. It's like, this is still happening where, where these people are trying to dictate the way, what you're supposed to tell you, dictating what you're supposed to think and what you're supposed to do. And George is like, no, 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 no. I'm going to make a song about lounging on my, in, in my, in my uh, speedo bikini uh, by the, in, the <laughs> by in, 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 in Ibis was the, was the, uh, the, the one Abita. that beautiful, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go out there and, and I'm gonna make a song that's whimsical about drinking and you know and, and sunning, getting in the sun. No, he like, did. He, he did love his speedo compared to. Oh like, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, Andrew's yeah. wearing like the board shorts. Andrew's wearing like short board shorts. You're right, board, <laughs> board shorts. And it's funny because like initially when Andrew does the imagery of the shorts when they start doing the tours, eventually it kind of starts, it's George start getting smaller and smaller and he gets to that <laughs> dolphin shorts. <laughs> and now it's like dolphin. <laughs> oh. So you're right. Fantastic uh, debuts at number one, but gets horrible reviews because of what you mentioned before. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. At this point, George has taken uh, Andrew aside and says, hey, guess what? I'm going to do all the writing. I'm going to do all the writing. For yeah, like it's all, yeah, I, I got gonna this. Do, you're going to be the, ima- the, the imagery. <laughs> like you focus on picking out clothes for us. I'm going to do the yeah. heavy lifting. Which is so here. weird because I would have been like, like, and, 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 and you know, you know, get stressed that. George followed Andrew for so he was a, he basically was a shadow, you know. It's yeah. like a, he he looks up to him, he follows him, he's gonna listen to him, but he knows he he knows his point. You really can't write. You're not a songwriter, you're not a producer, <laughs> but you did have pretty good uh fashion fashion sense. So there you go, Andrew. See, that's Joey and that's Joey and Wheels. Like oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. They're playing more concert, 83. There's that one scene with the with the what, I'm gonna call it a shuttlecock because I think it's kind of funny. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. no, it actually is a shuttle. They call it a shuttlecock. It is a shuttlecock. It literally no. is a shuttlecock because the whole pun, thing is they're wearing the, the badminton. They're wearing the badminton uh, uh, outfits. Uh, pun pun fully. Uh, yeah, pun intended. fully intended. Yeah. So he takes the shuttlecock and he's rubbing it in on his shuttle. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's and and they they joke oh, about how they pun. they're constantly being uh uh having underwear thrown at them the uh, bras yeah uh uh knickers as the English are are apt to call uh, panties yeah, so 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 it's only fair to you know give him a shuttlecock back so yeah. he gets a shuttlecock and rubs it on his shuttle neither regions and then yeah. he just smacks it out into the crowd <laughs> smacks it with the uh, what is it what is it called the uh, we call oh. what do you call it a racket a racket or <laughs> yeah a racket. Oh, we mania. So they're seeing a bunch of success, but then they're talking about they're like they're broke. They have no money when they oh, go yeah. home. Oh yeah, and this goes back to that yep. that young producer had scammed them, and they don't yeah. they they don't really talk about this. They kind of like maybe maybe they had a deal. At, maybe something happened after, but the dude literally scammed them. I think they were making three percent on each like single oh, or album, and the single was like even less. It was some weird horrific. Like, what was the point? You're literally getting probably like a like a hundred dollars for like out of the total. <laughs> Well, they're saying they're so broke when they went home, they have to stay with their parents. They have to stay with their parents. Yeah, yeah. It's like, <laughs> wait a minute. Like, oh, you're big stars now. Like, no. Like, they're doing interviews. Hey, you guys are probably rolling in dough. No. So they sign with uh, CBS because they have man- the manager, Simon Napier Bell. That is correct. And that's when they're hitting the big, the bigger leagues. Yeah. Um, they and I, send- assume they, I assume they redid their deal with the initial guy. Oh, yeah. And they're they even talking about like, hey, we went to like a greasy spoon to sign a contract. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. We didn't know. We didn't know what we're doing. We're kids. Like we're, we're young. We're, yeah, we're kids. If you go to Danny's to sign your record deal, it's probably not a good uh, record deal. Yeah, exactly. 
you should be at a famous like you should be at a famous Hollywood nightclub to, to do the to do record deals. Yeah, with some lines of with some coke and yeah, some exactly. champagne. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so they're they're sent to or George is at least is sent to Music Shoal Studio in Alabama to record Careless right. Whisper uh, with Jerry Wexler. Yeah, and I guess he's known for producing uh, hits from Aretha, Aretha Franklin and Ray Charles. Right. Which, uh, which oddly enough, they actually have the recording, which really? sounds horrible. Well, they play really? it. They, they play it in the show. They play it. Oh in, no, no, no. Yeah, it. no. They, oh, they play the recording. I thought you meant they have it. Like they released it. Have, no, no, they, no, they, no. They, they play. No, no, no. It's a whole. No, no, no. Yeah, 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 they, yeah. They play it. Yeah, but it does have an inkling of what it's going to become. Yes. I mean, it, you know, it does have the inkling. Do you think that this Jerry Wexler guy kind of sabotaged the production of it? It's possible. It doesn't sound good. It does not it's, sound it, good. It's possible that he might have been. Hey, it might have been a little uh, national nationalism <laughs> there. Like, yeah, we got some. Uh, you know, we got some. You know, I can't even say the word. You know, a term for English people. <laughs> like the like limey. Yeah, yeah, limey. yeah, yeah, yeah. We got you know like this. We got this young punk. He probably hates them. Yeah. I mean, this guy's this guy's you know he's done some of the greats. You know, the uh, American. Yeah. Great, and he's got he's saddled with this, these stupid punk kids. Yeah, and I hate these guys. So I'm gonna just I'm gonna you know what I'm just gonna get on my thing and just give them whatever. Well, I mean, think about Aretha Franklin and Ray Charles. The music's so lively. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And this sounds like it's the it's missing some track. Are we missed? Did we miss like? Oh a yeah, couple yeah. Of tracks it's it's, it's very it's very thin. It's very thin. It's not filled out. Uh, oh, so then George. Oh, <laughs> let me take a let me put this on real quick. Take a little break. So I greeted you with an annoying smile when I saw that girl upon your arm and you should run. All right, let's see. Uh, so George says, hey, this sounds horrible. Um, I'm going to see him do it myself. Yeah, I got this. Uh, let's see. Wake Me Before You Go-Go was based on a, on a note. Um, that Andrew Lefford George that was, uh, I guess he would he write up, up twice. Wake me up, up. Yeah, before you go. And then he had to fix it. Instead of removing <laughs> one of the ups, he, he added a go. So wake me up, up before you go, go. There you go. Um, George producing the the records now. Um, kind of funny because there's a, there's a, there's a, another Spinal Tap reference where he's talking about the Andrews, Andrews guitars on 10. But Hughes on on eleven. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like Andrew, let's look. Can we like bring Andrew like way low? I like... <laughs> I no. I I think what he meant was track. Like he's on track ten and he's on track eleven. Yeah. I, I, but no. you're right. Though, when I first heard it, I was like, I think it's a volume let's, thing. Let's, let's lower. <laughs> let's lower Andrew a little bit. No, I think he meant he's on he's on track ten, track eleven. No, I mean I'm gonna I'm dispute that. No, no. <laughs> that's messed up. Andrew on let's two. Let's lower him a little bit. <laughs> It's like the uh, it's like the the Black Sabbath uh, live evil. Yeah, album. exactly. It's live <laughs> evil. Like it's but come on, you you wouldn't yeah. you wouldn't have like the video of that. <laughs> uh, yeah. So here's here's the thing. So Andrew's talking about hey, um, I'm not writing anymore, and now I'm only I'm just, I used to write and record. Now I'm only recording. But yeah. then his line is, "It's a sacrifice that I felt I had to make. I had to make ah. this in order for George to become <laughs> the man that he is." See, this is where I kind of yeah, you know he didn't say that. Yeah. This is something he's saying after to make himself look. Okay, you're right. You're right. I I definitely got a sense that I believe he's saying things to make himself look better and not be an yeah. a hole like in the end. Yeah, you can't say what you really want to say, so you got to say you know. But you know, he's taking the politically correct, you know, not an incorrect term to use for this, but he's saying the right things at the moment to yeah. not come off being a bad guy. 
I, I think George Michael would take umbrage of that. George probably would say, oh, That's hey, not what I'm you told I'm me. Andrew, remember, remember we were in the booth to, when we were recording this. That's not what you told me. Like, I'm writing this stuff and he can't write. He's not writing this stuff. So, of course, I'm going to be the writer and the producer. Right. It's like, yeah, I think that's, that's probably what. Or you can't, like, it's you, like you're my wife. It's the like guitar. Yeah, yeah. You can't like write the song. <laughs> oh, let's see. And then, of course, uh, that song winds up going to number one. I think that's our first actual number one, Wake Me Up Before You Go Go. Uh, let's see. They talk about like Wham was Andrew. So they're saying the whole thing with the identity was that Wham was Andrew, which obviously might indicate why George felt he had to move on to create something oh, yeah. that was his own. Yeah, yeah. But and and you know and and like I said, because I'm not a big I'm not a big fan. I, I it's I I have a hard time sometimes. Uh, the lines are blurred between Wham and George Michael's solo stuff. And wow. I you know for years and years and years I had assumed that Carol Whisper was uh, one of his songs. And, and I didn't realize that, oh, it really, even though it's a Wham song, it really is his song. It's kind of like when George, uh, not George, uh, the, uh, the Pink Floyd, Roger Waters did the final cut. It really was a Roger Waters album, even though he was in Pink Floyd. So it's like, it's one of those things where like, so so I had for the longest time, like, I'm like, no, no, isn't that one off of one of George Michael's albums, George Michael albums that where he does the, no, 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 that's a Wham, that's like a second album. It's not even his third album. Well, is this the is this the single where it says Wham featuring George Michael? Oh yeah, yeah, in America, like yeah, Wham featuring George Michael. <laughs> what? That was the American single. Oh man, don't you wish you had that? Like had that had those singles like the the vinyl from back in the day. Uh, let's see. So uh, you're right, Andrew just Andrew just wants to be in a band, like much like Joey. And, yeah, he uh, wants good friends. Young, young, and, yeah. and and they and they actually show like the little segment about the group, the women. He's young. He wants to, you know, he wants to be have his fun. Play along with the music. You know, everybody loves the music. Music's cool. Girls, tons of girls. We see we see Andrew with a lot of girls, you know. And the tabloids. The tabloids. Oh, tabloids. Yeah, them. they got a picture of him with like a topless like. Uh, <laughs> which almost seems like Photoshop. It's like a Photoshop picture of him like with the topless. Uh, uh, I assume like, I assume in England they have these things called like page three girls or something like that. It's almost like, it's like a nudie, like an, it's a nudie in the actual newspaper. I think that's what it looks like. It's like, but Andrew's like Photoshopped in there. Uh, let's see. They've been inter- a weird interview with uh, George Michael's dad. Oh, he's, yeah. kind of a, he's, he's kind of an ass, right? Oh no, he is. No, he is. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But even then, the video does give him like redemption at the end. But it, he flat out says like, he, "You can't sing. You can't sing." <laughs> Probably one of the most beautiful voices in in all of music. Like, yeah, you can't but sing. still though, you don't like, see what? you don't see it because what because because of the music they're playing. Bear in mind. Yeah. He's not he's not trained to be, be a classical singer or to do like opera. He's just being a kid doing pop. He he has an experience with you know what Yog is going to become. And then yeah. obviously later on we do see that he's oh oh now he's with, oh now he's with, with Sir Elton John oh. like doing a song. Oh he's made, my son was right. You know of course now you're like oh I see it now. Just a more accurate description. He's out singing Elton John for the record. Oh yeah, well yeah, well, well. I mean, we could talk about this. Elton John is not a great singer. We 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 said this before. Elton John's a showman, piano player. You know who writes who who has written great songs. He's not he's not a great singer though. Or did Bernie write? Like, did, did was it Bernie? Oh, yeah. Like, uh... no, Bernie, Bernie wrote a few songs. He didn't write them. No, no, my, oh no, 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 no. He wrote, he wrote a lot of songs. The what co-writer, the quote oh, yeah, unquote yeah. co-writer. Yeah, the co-writers. Yeah, yeah. He wrote all of his songs. There's a reason why Alton's songs are based on like America and California and so You think Alton knows about that? It's Bernie. 
Let's see. Then we see that careless whisper video, and like, and this is where like it's, it's that whole sex symbol status comes. But it's from, also right? like a different. Is that a different version of the video? Because it starts off like with the they're outtakes. Intro. I think they're. I think they're outtakes of oh, the. Because that's like a weird video. intro on it. Yeah. yeah. No, I think they're like outtake the addition, like cool. the run on footage. Like I want that. Like I like I want that. I want that version. Yeah. No. I mean, and that's him and his. The I guess for me, like the definitive moment of his sex symbol oh. status is. Oh, absolutely. He's like I said, he's beautiful in that video. It's yeah. the camera, the lighting, the camera, just like on him, the emote, the, the motion that he's showing in the video. It's like, oh, okay, here we go. Uh, let's see. Sam Goody, the sign they do the signing of the the record uh, shops are showing up. Yeah, I remember that. Um, I, I I remember that stuff. The ET interview again. What about the girls? Uh, Andrew Andrew's kind of a womanizer. Yeah, Andrew's uh, spreading his seed everywhere. Apparently, <laughs> Jesus. I mean, I mean, he, I mean, isn't that isn't the way they make it seem mm-hmm. like? Like, yeah. like he's, he's a young guy. I mean, why not? Uh, we see Richard Blade uh, and uh, a couple of shots guy. here. I hate that guy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then George Michael's like, "We're gonna have it, a number one Christmas song." He starts playing it for oh, Andrew. Yeah. And it's like yeah. we're gonna like no matter what, we're gonna have. Uh, a number one uh, Christmas song. Um, yeah, so they have that video. Uh, <laughs> and they're all drunk. They shouldn't. We always talk about like these videos. Are they really? Are they really getting higher drinking in the they video? Are. And apparently, in this video, they really are getting drunk. Like, <laughs> <sighs> and then, at the, of course, we just mentioned earlier. At the same time, band uh, Bob Geldof's oh, yeah. uh, band aid is doing. So they know it's Christmas. The uh, famous band aid or uh, feed the world. So he's recording this, and then deep down inside, he's upset because he knows that this. He song says, is- "My ego, my ego's." He's <laughs> at least he admits it, and I think this what separates him from being like a narcissist or a complete ego, you know, egotist. Where he knows, he sees it. I, I if you're truly that type of person, you don't see it. You're like, "What do you mean? I should be number one without without thinking about it." But he knows, and he talks about being petty, and you know, like, "Oh, you know." As being petty, how I wanted to be number one. Although at the very end, there is a funny part at the end, and maybe this is what changed his mind too. At, at the very end, there's like there's like a little blurb that pops up about the song. Right, what was what was uh... the uh, that song actually becomes number one after? Like I think it's twenty. Like it's at, they re-release it after, and it, it shoots up to number one. So oh, he yeah. does get number one. I think it's I think I think it's after he dies. Actually, it's recently. It's like twenty twenty one or something like that. Yeah, twenty yeah, yeah. twenty twenty. Like it goes back goes to number one. So he literally gets number. He get you know posthumously, posthumously. Yeah. Uh, and then so we go to the Ivor Ivor Novello Awards in 1985, um, which is supposed to acknowledge uh, songwriting and composing, and uh, and then we have Elton John there as well, and he presents the award to George Michael. George Michael oh, wins yeah. an award. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they do so the also- tour. Also, going back a little bit, there's also like this weird thing where they go to China. And yeah, that's next. I don't, wait, was that before or after? I, this is I, coming I, up right yeah. now. Coming up right now. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, so no, go ahead, go ahead. That's the next thing. Oh no, no, yeah. So they, so they're doing this Chinese tour. And apparently, they're one of the few bands. Apparently, apparently, they're not yeah. offensive enough that the that the that the Chinese government is they allow them to go in there. But I, I don't know if you caught something that uh, George says when he was talking about going to China. He says something really weird, and I was like, "Wait, no, maybe it's just because it's the English saying." He says, "Like, oh yes, yeah, like, like, like the Chinese, the Chinese public," and I was like, "I was like, wait oh, a minute, yeah. did he just say what I think he said?" <laughs> <laughs> you can't say that. You can't say that. <laughs> uh, 
So they have that weird interview, the CBS interview, and like I guess they're not at that well known in America because oh, the yeah. woman introducing them, she's like, uh, George, you're the blonde, and Andrew, you're the brunette. Oh like, yeah, what, yeah, what, yeah. What a weird yeah. thing to say. Like you do can't, you don't know how. I, to- that it, you know what though? That makes sense because as kids, we knew who they were because the popularity was spread around. You're well, older, you don't know who they are. You know. Put like tie, put little subtitles uh, like by their by their faces. Come on, yeah, yeah. come on, on it's, come on. It's 1980. Like it's just 1984. <laughs> like they don't know. Uh, they get lots of press. They're a big success, and it's kind of like you know George. Again, we see the transition where George Michael's becoming a superstar. And he's embracing it, and I'm not sure if Andrew gets what's going on. Like the the, the... no, I think he knows his time is his time is nigh. <laughs> I mean, I mean, even the interviews, he looks like he's got that look of like, like, it's like, ugh, like it's over for me. It's done. Uh, we do the Live Aid in 1985. And, I mean, they even, uh, somebody even asked him, you know, it's coming to an end, Andrew. Like, are you like, how do you feel? And he's like, oh, you know, I'm going to have like, I'm going to live like my best life. And he, he, yeah. you know, he, he came he has a response for, for that. And I think George is like, we, we, don't that, we don't talk yeah. about it. We don't talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so they do the uh, "Don't Let the Sun Go Down on Me." He sings oh, with yeah. the with Elton's accompaniment, and then I, it kind of was a kind of slap in the face, like Andrew, you could do backup, like you do with some backup vocals. You can be stand there out there out of my way. Yeah, yeah. But he wants to sing the song though. He like it's like it's like <laughs> I, I assume that they change it around because he he does the song. Uh, let's see. And then we see everybody come on stage for that, uh, for that rendition of uh, "Do They Know It's Christmas Time." Everyone pops up. Yeah. Even Paul McCartney's on stage singing that song. Um, mm-mm-mm. let's have a story and, to tell. And something I didn't realize is that they actually had a farewell concert, which I didn't even, yeah. I, mean, I, you know, even back, I guess, I guess at that time it was already, I think the fad, it was like 86, I believe. Yeah, 86. So I guess that time, you know, we're older in high school. So like we didn't, Wham is kind of like on the outs at this point for us. So I, I had no idea that they had actually had a farewell concert. Yeah, sorry. Like Andrew, here's your last chance to get some money. We're, we're yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm your last, uh, this is it for you. Yeah, they do the interview in the boat, which I think is probably the harsh one of the harshest ones because that's the moment you're talking about, like uh, where George oh, Michael's yeah. like, don't ask him about the breakup. Yeah, don't, don't 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 talk about that. Like, don't ask yeah. him about that. It's too soon. Like the stuff, the wounds are too fresh. Yeah, like what are you gonna do, Andrew? Now that you're done, <laughs> jeez, man, it's a little, little rough. Like, like you know, you're not gonna be a performer anymore. Obviously, like you know. Yeah, it's a little rough. Uh, final concert. We see George Michael's now become this big star. Oh yeah, he blows um, up. Yeah. And I think that's it, right? Whatever. Yeah, he pretty. Yeah, they there's, and there's a couple of static, like I said, like little stats. I think it's like he blow. Obviously, George blows up. They talk about that the uh, the Christmas song goes to number one, like the in 2020, if I'm not mistaken. So he he does get that 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 ego wish does come to fruition, and that's pretty much it. You know, there's you know, yeah. So I think it was it was. It was fun because of the nostalgia for hearing oh, all yeah. the songs. And the music and the music and seeing the old footage. Cause like, you know, like I'm yeah. not a big follower. So seeing all the old stuff, the, the video, the, uh, the club stuff, you know, I, to me, those are cool because I never saw them before. So for me, it's a first. Do you think this is kind of, the, they, this was put out to kind of test the waters if they could do a George Michael biopic, which they've oh, been talking about for yeah. a couple of years. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 I would mm. love to see a bio, but you know, you know me though. I'm going to be super harsh on whoever they cast. Like, who, yeah, who are they going to get? They get yeah. the Alvis guy to play him? Or are going to <laughs> Austin like, Butler? He goes, Austin I, think Butler. He could do, I think he could do a George Michael. I might allow that. Oh, no. I, I'm all for getting an American to play a British uh, George That's Michael. That's funny. Or, that, or Greek, I guess funny. Greek George Michael. Yeah, who could they get to cast? Uh, probably be an unknown. No? I would go with an unknown. I go with somebody that looks relatively good looking. You know, something, yeah. 
was have to be British or or American. <laughs> it is, I mean, either either or, as long as you could do it. Yeah. Oh, which which reminds me, it's kind of funny because oh, when, oh, when they're playing. Oh. Wait, oh. me first. Wait, take your oh, turn. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go sorry, ahead. Sorry, sorry. No, sorry. go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, the, the, um, so they, the, at one point, they mentioned their uh, their ethnicity. I don't know if you remember that uh-huh. part where obviously uh-huh. uh, Yog is a Greek uh, Greek descent. Something uh-huh. I didn't realize is that uh, uh, Andrew's uh, father is Egyptian. I, wow. I, I didn't know that. So that's that was a first for me. That, um, and and, that, and I always thought that Andrew was just like nicely tanned. So I assume that's <laughs> like, you know. <laughs> Uh, I was going to say when they're playing the early ska stuff and even some of the oh. early demo stuff, y- yeah. the accent comes out. The British accent comes oh, out. Oh, absolutely! Bunch. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. How like, do you how do you like, lose that? Like, <laughs> oh yeah, like you guys really suck on this one. Uh, kind of funny because we always say like you know everyone tries to sound like you know American English versus like the Queen's English, but oh, yeah. uh, they're singing in the Queen's English in the in the Queen's English. Uh, oh yeah, a lot yeah, of that yeah. Stuff Which is kind on. of weird because you kind of assume that they 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 didn't. I get the impression that they weren't exactly the best students. In fact, I think Andrew hated school. Was it George or Andrew that hated school? They didn't. You they didn't want. Jo- to be you there. mean Joe? You mean Joey? <laughs> oh, Joe. Joe. Like, they didn't want to be in school. <laughs> Although it's funny because the movie does start off with the headmaster. And they're yeah. goofing on. now they're they're famous at the point they're goofing on and they goof on him they're like goofing on. Uh, it was fun I don't think it was it was intended to be any deep yeah uh, yeah it's not supposed to be dive. poignant it wasn't yeah. yeah it's not a poignant film it's meant to be a fun remembrance of our childhood of yeah. our youth and, and you know that's all you know and that's and it works for that and it's a pretty pretty short movie it's not that long so it's like yeah you get in get out. Oh, that reminds me, uh, just on a related note, this Take Shelter movie was super, I don't know why we've been doing these super long movies long? Uh, lately, long? like two hours. Uh, I want to do a, I want to do a segment at some point in the future. We want to take a look at what are our top shortest movies and Ooh. our top longest running movies. Oh gosh. Okay. Like how, like how much time, like what's the least amount of time you need to make a movie that we like, which would be right. the shortest running time. And what movie can we watch? And we don't care if it's three hours or three and a half hours. Now this we're, is we're movie. Engaged. Now, so we get so we have to we have to set qual- qualifiers. These are going to be movies, right? Actual theatrical release movies. It could be a, a streaming service movie, but it's oh, got to be a movie because there's a bunch of like short stuff on there. You can get like a forty-eight minute or forty-minute. No, no, no. It's got to be a feature length. It's got to be minimum eighty minutes, probably, or minimum. Mm. Mm. It's going to be a feature length movie. That has the, the so your top short shortest running time, hmm. your top longest running time. All right. I think that's right. what I want to do. Sooner it sounds easy right now, but I'm gonna be like, oh, I have no idea. Like well, I can tell you with the wind the, is like how many hours is like uh, <laughs> like Ten Commandments? It's like like five hours or something. Like that. Well, I know what two films are gonna make my longest running. Uh, that's an easy. Those are easy ones. The longest which I won't, running, which I won't review. Re- yeah. Reveal. yeah. Yeah, but I got some ideas for my top longest running. Hmm. But it'd be interesting to look at shortest running films and 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 where they stack in your list. <clears throat> All right, any other things? Any other? Uh, no, ideas? I think I think I think we did we did a lot today. Yeah, it's, we're running well. Three hours for yeah. me, probably maybe two fifty with the with the actual recording time. Right. Brazil uh, tomorrow. Don't forget, we're doing a Friday show from More Brewing in uh, Illinois next oh, week. Wow. Right? Man, road again. <laughs> uh, yeah, so more brewing next Friday episode, and then the following Friday should be from um, the Vale in Richmond, oh, Virginia. So nice. shows coming up. Yeah, highly rated the Vale. Yes. Yeah, I got to take a suitcase or two. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, all right, this has been Bevon. I'm Leonard. I'm Gregory. 
and we shall talk to you soon. Do I have any outro? I like this song here. Let's do an outro song here. You know the, you know the song or not? played ad nauseum back in the day. <laughs> Whether it be a party or a girlfriend or something like that, you know, a friend. It, it was almost never a guy that we knew. Because if you were a guy and you played this, there's probably going to be a fight. Oh, that's funny you mentioned that because the only reason why I got into George Michael would be because I was dating a girl who was in love with him. There you go. And I wanted her to like me a lot. So I started learning the music so that she would like me a lot. There you the go. The only reason why I learned about George Michael. You just you just and you just uh you just you just described everything perfectly. <laughs> but seriously, she was in love with George Michael and I wanted to know everything about him to impress her so that she would like me back. Yeah. Very short-lived, uh, very short-lived, <laughs> short-lived. <laughs> kind of like, uh, kind of hey, like at least she gave you something. Yeah. She gave you something, though. Oh, yeah. A lifetime of appreciation for yeah, uh, George There Mario. you go. Awesome. All right. Uh, I'll talk to you soon. <laughs>